I don't care if you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, the Dudu Prodigy, coming to you live and direct from the beast. Smoke me out, fam, but all the dankest of dank shit on my left, the oldest ninja in the world. Old ninja. Uh, so apparently, I'm just gonna say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. That's probably gonna be the motto for today. Uh, on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, truck wheel out on threes and fours, Carlos. This last week of my life has been one of the most, uh, most impactful in my entire life. So, yeah, we'll get into it in a little bit. Last and not least, we got your boy Blue back up in here. My mama told your mama that you were a hoe. <laughs> damn. Yeah, damn. All right, Blue. Like, that's some old school shit right Coming there. Out clowning. <laughs> hmm All right. What stats we starting off with? Uh, let's see. Listener of the week would be user 565275726. And first oh, in the shit. chat would be no one so far. So we're a little bit late, but, I mean, we're usually late. The CP time. Y'all know this. Yeah, we always. Are we really late if we start around the same time? Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like. I, I mean, I think I think if this is like actually like our job, we'd be on time all the time. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's a good side gig. <laughs> there you know how yeah. you know how like for chat. work sometimes sometimes people will start at seven or eight or nine or whatever. But like, you want to get your coffee, you know, you want to get your tea. You want to take mm-hmm. that morning shit at the, you know, there's all those things you got to do just before. This was actually like a, the being late all the time thing was like a shock to me when I came into civilian life. Cause it's just accepted. Mm-hmm. I'm just like people just like showing up late and like nobody says anything. I'm just like, but I mean, why the fuck are you late? Like you're supposed to start at this time, right? Are you going to leave later? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's on certain levels in corporate life. That's not a thing. You can just show up late and people just be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Now where I, I worked at, I, I got fucking flagged for, for being late one fucking day. Damn, really? I got a record. Yeah, I was late like, I don't know, like 15 minutes. At a corporate gig? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, some, some yeah. Them don't somebody, play that somebody, somebody stitched on me and basically said I was late and they like wrote me up for it. I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, no, I've been working here for two and a half years. And it's the first time you write me up for being late. What the fuck? Yeah, that's that's very odd. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were nitpicking on shit for me. Trying to find a way. Trying to get a way to get rid of you. You slash like, tires. How, how can we get? How can we get rid of Negro? Did you slash <laughs> your tires? That's the proper response. Sure. So guess what? Now you're, now, now you're like getting home, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, or yeah. just shit on, shit on her keyboard. Yeah. That'll always send a message. Was her name or Deborah? Just, or accidentally knocking them off the third floor of the three-story garage by accident, of course. But I'll hit it with my Tesla and say it was an autopilot mode. And I didn't have a control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I'll change. I'll call my car to Terminator after that. So, so before we now get, you know all of our crime mo's now. If you're wondering, <laughs> if you work with us and those things happen, oh, no. that's us. No, that's not. <laughs> For me, that's not a crime info. That's more of a um, trial run. Oh, okay. God damn. <laughs> All right, old ninja. Uh, are we pouring out anything for anybody? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna. We'll pour out some sake. <laughs> we'll pour out some sake this week. Something new, different. Nothing. Herb, I guess more highbrow. Sake in the afternoon. 
Yeah. Oh, you never had. First of all, you've had sake in the afternoon. I watched you do it, so I don't know why you're acting like that's some, <laughs> kind, of, that's some kind of vice or some shit. Um, so we're gonna pour out first for uh, Ryochi Sakamoto son. Uh, he is, uh, I guess, a multi-talented. He's mostly known as a composer. So he wrote the score and won an Oscar for the score to The Last Emperor, <clears throat> the Steven Spielberg film. Uh, he also wrote. The score to uh, the Revenant, and he also he also starred in uh, films as well. He also uh, wrote the score to, so I believe I guess this is normally pronounced uh, Space Force. Uh, wait, Royal Space Force, Royal Space Force, The Wings of Honey Maze, but it, it's spelled differently. But he wrote the score to that, and then he wrote scores for. Uh, movies such as Brian De Palma, Snake Eyes, Femme, Femme Fatale, like a bunch of stuff. He's also starred in films such as Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence with David Bowie. Uh, he's also in Madonna's Rain music video. Uh, he's known for his activism. So apparently, Japan had a law where you could not dance after midnight. So... He was an advocate some against some shit right there. Yeah, he av- he was an advocate. For- <laughs> you say some polo shit? <laughs> he was an advocate for against that law, and it, the law got repealed. Uh, I'm I lost the date, but he was he was against that law for a while, and then they repealed the law. And he was also against irresponsible nuclear uh, use. So basically, about nuclear wait, waste. Wait, so they had? All, I mean, they've always had a lot of bars and like. Uh, venues for club yeah, you can drink you can Tokyo. drink just no dancing. I mean this is pretty pretty easy to understand, right? Yeah, man. yeah no, no I no. mean just like but when, but when there's music and shit, like goddamn that that's... means you just dance shittier. I think this is a pretty reasonable fucking law. That's wild. Yeah. Uh yeah, that that was weird to me, but he was an advocate against it. I, I don't know why. I don't know the whole Issues about it, but the law got repealed anyway. So uh, yeah. there you go. So he he has a four decade career in Hollywood as well as Japanese films. Wait, He's so died. I I did a quick I did a quick Google search on the whole like like no death out to in Japan, and it said it was originally intended to curb prostitution. <laughs> after after World War II, there was, there was dick it, dancing. How? <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, that, that's not how hooking works. Have you seen Japanese girls dance on TikTok? Because, yeah, I can understand. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen them dance in music videos. Yeah. All right. yeah have you seen fucking 4 p.m. and pink black? Uh, hmm. So, yeah, he died. They're Korean. Korean. Yeah, it's Korean. Yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. How dare you? <laughs> you get hate mail. Right now. Yeah, we're going to get hate mail right after this. <laughs> Yeah, so he oh, died at the age of 71. There. And then uh, next up is uh, kind of a fucked up one is Bobby Lee. Uh, he was the founder of Cash App. Uh, he used to work for Google and he also became a uh, was a Square's first ever CTO in 2011 when he worked on their Android app. So now their user were. And then uh, based off his work on uh, Square, he created the Cash App. Uh, he was murdered Tuesday morning in mm-hmm. San Francisco. He was stabbed to death. God damn. 
He was stabbed to death in the streets of San Francisco at 2.30 a.m. Right off of Harrison, right by the clubs. Bet you he was yeah. dancing with a Japanese girl. Oh, midnight. Oh. Yeah, that works. Sorry, yeah. that was a fucked up yeah. joke. I'm, so, I'm sad that he's dead. That, yeah. Tasteless joke. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, it could be the name of this episode. Death after midnight. Death <laughs> 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 after midnight. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, he's had a pre- he's had a pretty pre- pronounced uh, technical career. He was known as Crazy Bob, even though he because he worked a lot of crazy hours and he worked on a very prominent uh, prominent. Application, I guess. He he was a chief production officer currently of Mobile Coin. Are they suspecting any like friends or lovers or whatever, or was this a, just some random homeless person stabbing the shit out of him? I don't know any. I don't see details on it. It's mainly it's mainly because this happened so freshly. It looks like uh, this might have this could have been random. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think this person is in custody. So uh, apparently he. He had enough to call nine one one, but all they heard was him screaming for help on the phone. God damn! Somebody must have seen something. Yeah, he died in the hospital. But yeah, that's uh, it's all bad. But R.I.P. to Bobby Lee. All right, was that your last one? That's my last one. Oh, he was forty three. Damn, young as fuck, just trying to have a good time. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my age. Or on a t- ages. On, so that takes. Yeah, uh, I mean, that takes the term uh, throwing up on a Tuesday or going up on a Tuesday to a whole new term. Oh, or, turn, or turn up Tuesday. Yeah, oh, so, damn. All right. That's it. Yeah, I don't see anything about any suspects or anything. It's just about him being killed or whatnot. I, I'm pretty sure maybe someone's in custody, but I, not according to this article. What the fuck? Hopefully they catch somebody. Somebody out here murdering folks, having a good time at 2.30 in the morning. With Japanese girls. With Japanese Fuck. Yeah. Oh, all right. Maybe they didn't right. like this karaoke scene. I'm sorry. That was, that was bad. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, should we uh, address Pink Elephant in the Room from uh, last week and the, the fact that uh, some folks got to hear a whole show and some folks didn't? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. So if y'all were in the... The live stream, um, y'all got to hear a pretty serious conversation, and I guess I'll give some details on that now. Um, but yeah, I had to delete about forty-five minutes of the last podcast because um, I muted uh, my microphone and and stopped my video for the Google Meet, but I didn't turn off my microphone on the soundboard, so everybody that was in the live stream got to hear my side of a very serious conversation and. Uh, basically somebody that is near and dear to my heart, um, their whole family, uh, ended up being, um, unhoused for the past 15 months and I had no idea and they ended up being very near me. So this past week I have been, uh, coordinating a lot of shit, um, to get them back on their feet and, and get them to where they need to be. Um, good news is, is that they're, they're. How do I put it? I got in touch with like a lot of uh, of their friends, um, and I got to coordinate how to get them back on their feet and and what they really needed. And I've learned so much from this experience um, because y- y'all know I um, I helped uh, start Rescue Residence, but I was going to step down like last last week, really. And then I got an email from this person, um, and like the day I was going to step down. 
And then like the next day I learned that they've been on house for the past 15 months. And I was like, holy shit. And, like, I mean, signs, I guess. So yeah, I got into just like straight, how can, how can I help mode? And, uh, I, it, it's really interesting because it wasn't like, honestly, I, I'm glad I'm not, I'm not glad. How do I put it this way? I'd, I'd rather it be like somebody that I love going through this where I can help them because I already knew like some of the steps that needed to be done because obviously, you know, I started helping with, uh, I started, I started rescue residents with uh, Papa bear. And so I knew like some of the steps that need to be done. Um, and this person is also a veteran. So that's like what we're designed to do is to help, you know, veterans that are on house. So, yeah, so I had to go into like what the, what does this person need with a family? Because with the rest of your residents, we weren't really designed to like help families per se. Um, and so there was like a lot of like other needs that I had to think about, you know, with uh, with this family and just really getting them like what they needed like immediately like making sure that they're stabilized where they're at and you know getting them enough funds to stay where they were and and not staying in a car and then um working on the back end to like you know research like you know where can i get this person like a, a permanent or like or, or a semi-permanent place to live and then how can i get them there and going forward like how like what does this person need um, and the family need, like after we get them there and it's like, it's a lot, like, it's a lot of stuff that I didn't really think about before and going through it kind of live, um, was really, really eye opening. Um, and yeah, it was just, there's a person I haven't seen in like a very, very long time. And the person used to be like my, my best friend, we used to hang out all the time and to see this person go from like. Are you, you an echo? Huh? Are you, are you guys hearing an echo? I do not. There's a little okay. echo a second ago. I'm mean, going. Yeah, no, it's not there. Sorry. But yeah, like seeing somebody go from basically like the highest of highs, like upper echelon of like United States life to being unhoused in a sort of short period of time is, is astounding um, to me. And it's like, it shows that if you see somebody you know, on the street, that's still like, I mean, they hear it now. Does somebody have like their speaker on? That's what I remember now. Oh yeah, that was weird. Um, anyway, just, you know, to see that and like, see like how easy it can be for people to, it's still doing it. Yeah, anyway. It just... It's coming from you, Corey. Like whenever, whenever somebody else is speaking, your microphone is picking it up. Oh, you see it on like his on the screen. Yeah, you can see the microphone being used. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, but, yeah, it's just like seeing like what what happened to them and like you know people even if you have like a, what you would consider to be like a considerable amount of of wealth, um, if something happens to you, um, that can all go away, you know. And just seeing how like fragile people are in America, and it's like it also exposes you know the problems with with America, like a lot of people don't have that sort of like that net. And especially if you don't, and I'm going to put this in a delicate way, but if you don't ask people for help, um, like the net is basically gone. And I, but I just, what I, as I'm saying that though, I understand because I've been in places before where, where I needed help and I didn't know how to ask. So if you have the resources to ask people for help, even if you got to be humble, 
you gotta ask for help and so I, I was so happy that this person asked for help and we got I got to help them and I'm still helping them and I'm tracking like their progress on like where they need to be and uh, I'll probably do like a longer conversation on this I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I'm gonna shield their identity but I'll I'll have like a conversation with them do a podcast and like what it's been like throughout this whole journey and it's been like it was hard for me to like listen to like what they've been through and also like apparently like, I saw one of them saw me down here but I didn't see them because they're on they're on a median and that kind of fucked me up because I didn't see them just because they're on a median yeah. so yeah you, you do a podcast system you got to get one of those uh voice synthesizers so it's not like they're like and then I lived all this way over. <laughs> Yeah, like they're secret service and some shit. <laughs> Got to black out the screen. Yeah. It's a shadow, just so you can see their shadow, their silhouette. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I definitely want to. I want their story like out there, but also, oh, yeah. you know, I, I want to make sure that they're. I want to keep them anonymous, and yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just fucked up. Like the whole situation is fucked up. But I'm happy to, to have helped, and I'm gonna talk to Papa Bear either tomorrow or Friday because we have like a. Um, a board meeting and then there's like a lot there's like a fucking a long there's like a lot of stuff that I want to talk to him about that I don't think either of us really thought about and I'm glad that this happened now because it's like it's spinning my wheels and like other ways we can help and like what else to look out for when it comes to, to unhoused veterans because it's it's a lot it yeah it, it didn't go it wasn't like the way I thought it was going to be but it's fine because knowing the person that it's happening to being able to work through it and like being humble about it and then, and then being humble, humble about it made it a lot smoother than if it was something that was like a stranger because the whole time in this whole situation i was just thinking about no matter no matter what happened um i was going to come at this at them with like love and compassion no matter what happened and i think that'll help my mindset in the future when it comes to um somebody else that that needs help is just love and compassion no matter what they what they did um, I want to say no matter what, but almost no matter what they did, um, to end up where like where they were, they need help, and I'm there to help them. So we were all uh, uh, very proud of you, just to be really clear. And it was a no-brainer in terms of the decision to cut out the absolute best 45 <laughs> minutes of a podcast we've ever fucking done for those who missed it. Was. This was amazing. We talked about shit that changed people's fucking lives, goddammit. But y'all missed it. Secret to fucking... Yeah, yeah that shit's in the vault forever. You never said gonna it was fucking 42 hear it. minutes. It was a, they literally gave you the secret of life. Yep. And yeah. it was gone forever. You're lost. You're <laughs> fucking lost. There's no way we could be able to remember how to re repost that. You should your ass should have been here live listening in, and then you would have heard that mm -hmm. fucking magic. Yeah, God and, damn it, and, and me talking over that magic in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so. I to get like an extra board so I could like do a have a backup recording of the podcast. I mean, so if you we record, can find, I can record. If we can find another sound engineer that can work on it separately, we might be able to get it up and running. So, who knows? Yeah, we'll 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 fix it. We'll, we'll table this for another another time. Um, I just want to backtrack really quickly. Just a quick update on the Bobby Lee situation. The guy who got stabbed. So, <laughs> his, sorry, <laughs> his murder was not on tape, but yet the aftermath of him getting stabbed was on like uh, was on 
film. It was recorded on like uh, city cameras or whatnot. So it shows him bleeding across two streets and yeah. calling for help. And like, uh, so apparently the police found a knife uh, near a Caltrain station. I just want to say it wasn't me. I, I wasn't there at the time. Uh, I, I have um, alibis where I was at that time at 2.35 a.m. on the Tuesday morning. So, yeah, poor guy. That's That shit is all fucked up. Yeah, so there's no suspects and no arrests. Um, I guess it goes hand to hand. Somebody did that shit. Somebody close to his Obviously. ass. And they used a kitchen knife. What the fuck? Damn. They used a four-inch long kitchen knife. Well, that that was... shit ain't even really that sharp. Like, for cutting people open, I mean... shit it's a knife. I mean, my, my yeah. sharp. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not durable. We're not the Hulk. I mean, you can get through pretty. I mean, you're not durable. You're old as fuck. Oh, <laughs> you got to stay away from open flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, no. Oh yeah, for the next week. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all bad. All right. uh, I was Where gonna say shout out to uh, your your friend and his, his family because I've been there, but in my situation, it was just me. And I had to, I had to ask for help, and I had to be humbled as well. So, but I was working through it as well. I was trying to get my own plan, which was not going as fast as I wanted. But, yeah. I mean, so I guess my advice would be, you know, along with like what Ona just saying is like if you're if you're getting close to a situation to where you think that you might have a, might not have a place to stay for like the next night or you know forever, reach out to your you know be humble about it and reach out to people that you know if you have them and seek help um, mm-hmm. as soon as you can. Like, don't wait until later, you know, because then it just, it gets worse. And you're just, you're just suffering. Like, and I, I feel bad because, you know, their family was suffering for, it was 15 months unhoused, but I know it was longer than that to where they could have been in a better situation. And just, and just, just don't wait. Yeah, definitely don't wait. And old ninja, I don't know why the fuck you lying. You know you resorted to gay porn. You know you did. <laughs> what does gay porn have to do? That doesn't that doesn't keep you afloat. It pays I mean, you're, well, it, it maybe pays not well. yours. Your 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 live action food stint didn't last you. I mean, I guess you got a new house, so maybe it's <laughs> example. Profitable. Come on now. Yo, kind of jumping back to this Japanese midnight dance band. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, dance band. I think that's funny right there. Anyway, so it, it was abolished in 2016, just in time for the 2020 Olympics, which is fucking crazy. Like, it went from 1948 till 2016. Like, so that's how long that fucking dance Blue, band line. Blue, weren't you in yeah. Japan during those, some of those fucking was, years? Yeah, I was. I, I never knew about this band. You know what he wasn't doing? Dance After Midnight. Mm. <laughs> he was just drunk blue in Japan. <laughs> I, was, I was drunk blue in Japan. And I got stuck on a fucking train and like end up in fucking <laughs> in the grudge. <laughs> that, was like, that was probably one of the scariest moments of my life. Walking in Japan drunk in like a rural rural area, not where the fuck I was. Yeah, uh, that, and that was like around the time the grudge came out. Or the <laughs> it was the grudge, not the ring. But yeah, dude, it was scary, scary. I think time. I have like, a short of that for you. I, I think I made that a, like a. A separate thing. A, a oh, that might tell that story. Yeah. yeah. Good thing you didn't do your two step. All right. Um, where y'all want to start on some fun shit, man? There, there's been a lot oh, of serious shit going on. Goddamn. Uh, Let's go to that that trailer that dropped for Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Hmm. Go you ahead. guys all see it or have you guys? Yeah, yeah. Man, this one got got me 
super excited. Like the the stills that they showed and like all the not the behind the scenes stuff, but like the the funny shit that happened basically is like when uh when Miles is like talking to his mom and she's and they're like talking to the teacher and stuff and then and the teacher said like oh Miles doing really good you know he's getting A's and stuff like that but he's getting a B in Spanish and the mom's reaction which is fucking classic but we're we're, we're seeing it we're seeing Miles as a like more of a older teenager I would say probably like a maybe a junior senior because he looks older he looks taller he's like almost as tall as his dad um and he's like definitely into the more comfortable into the spider superhero gig and he like even even starts off with him saying like i'm brooklyn's one and only spider-man and he like he saved a bunch of people from a car uh a taxi cab from smashing them but then we get to learn like you know they go into the multiverse and like uh spider-man 299 is kind of like running things they basically have their own version of the bureau um that miguel what's his name i can't remember his name but yeah spider-man 2099 is running and like He's able to figure out like a vice to keep the spider people stable when they're in other dimensions, which is kind of dope. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where this movie's going. But like, it's basically it's going to be Miles Morales versus all the other Spider Man. There's a lot of fucking clips of him like running from different Spider people. And when you watch the trailer, there's a couple of thick Spider Man in there, like female thick. I'm like, what? What's this thick mamacita over here? It's, it's fucking crazy. But I lo- I love the trailer. I'm super excited about the movie. What's your what guys' take on the trailer? Spider Woman. So Spider Woman is pregnant in the in the trailer, and she's black. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's they're crazy. supposed to be cousins, I guess. Because in the six one six, they're cousins, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, for real? I never yeah. knew that. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure they are. They may not be, but I'm, I could have sworn that they were cousins. She's cousins with Miles, or cousins with uh, twenty ninety nine Spider Man. No, uh, I believe Peter Peter Parker and the six one six Spider Woman. The there's been three, but one of them, I guess, is his cousin. From what I, if I remember correctly, I mean, but because I know Peter Peter's white and Spider Woman is black in this movie. Yeah, and that's in the movie, but I'm talking about in the comics. There's there's multiple Spider Women. There's been like three women that I'm aware of that have been Spider Woman. So. To be cousin, I guess. Yeah. So, um, Uncle Ben getting around. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I saw the trailer too. It was kind of weird. It was cool seeing Oscar Isaac back because he's in the original, like at the end. But yep. now he has a bigger role, and he has a huge role in this. And then we actually see, uh, shit, what's his name? I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, Nick. Uh, Nicky's back is uh, the Spider-Man that he that teaches Miles. He's back. He's in the uh, oh, yeah. uh, Time Bureau version of Peter uh, B. Yes, yeah, Peter B. Yeah, because there's Peter B. Peter A. So it's uh, looks like there's a lot of shit happening, and we got to remember this is part one. There's a second part of this film that'll be out either in December or early 2024. So we're not we're probably not going to see a real conclusion to it. Yeah, I, excited. I'm down. I don't want to see any fucking more. Uh, I, you know, t- shut up and take my fucking money. We'll see what uh, what we got. And here's the other thing too: with Spider-Man 2099, it's been a minute since I've seen that character, other than the quick cameo in the first one. But like that cartoon series that he was in was years ago. We were really younger, you know. Mm-hmm. So not on Ninja, I, but okay. 
it, not old news. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like it, it's it's going to be nice exposure for that character uh, Miguel O'Hara that. I know some people have fucking forgotten, like especially if you don't like uh, routinely read that comic book for a while. But um, fucking shout out to Miles. Remember what the first Enter the Spider Verse, um, the PS5 game hadn't dropped, you know. So his his popularity just shot up from there, from the moon uh, since that uh, this shit dropped or the first one dropped. It's obviously going to be at least a trilogy and. Um, it's got a shot to be one of the better fucking animated trilogies of all fucking time. We'll see. I think we're all going to Yeah, I mean... Well, what, what, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, one quick Easter egg that was in the trailer was that um, they bring up Spider-Man No Way Home because uh, 2099 Spider-Man says that, like, yeah, we know, like, that, that Peter Parker and such as the universe with Doctor Strange really effed everything up. So they're, they're making reference to the, the No Way Home with the whole Spidey, everybody know who Spider-Man is, or the erasement of that or whatever. So apparently, like, all the three, you know, MCU-ish Spider-Mans are, their voice, the, the actors are actually voice actors in, the, in this movie. So Tobey Maguire... And the the other two, I forget the other two name. Names. Andrew Garfield Tom, Tom and uh, Tom yeah. Holland. And what? Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. There we go. There, all their voices are in are in the movie. So um, I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. I, I'll say it again. You know, for all I didn't hear it, I I when I watched the first Into the Spider Verse, I was like, Why are we still making live action comic movies? Like this is like it's fucking perfect. <laughs> Um, and one of the things that I liked, um, there's like a lot of Easter eggs in the, in the trailer. And one of them is when, um, Miles Morales, the, the, the principal says that, you know, he's getting a B in Spanish and then his mom is like, you're getting a B in Spanish. And she snaps her fingers. And when she snaps, it's literally like the, it's a visualization of the, of the Puerto Rican flag as she snaps yeah. like, on her <laughs> fingers. And I was like, oh, it's like, it's a little shit like that, that just comes through like so well, um, I've I've watched that movie like the original the first movie like so many times with uh with my daughter because she loved it for her Miles Morales is Spider Man um so like she doesn't I mean she knows Peter Parker but for her it's, it's Miles Morales like she that's the that's what she grew up as and I I really like that um, nothing's wrong with Peter Parker but I think it's it's cool for her so yeah this next movie I think is gonna be dope it looks like it's gonna capitalize on the first one and just. You know, keep it keep it going. I hope that it you know breaks records at the box office um, because the first one was just so well done. You could see their influence as well too. I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. I don't know if it made the final cut, but um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer is heavily influenced by Into the Spider Verse. Oh you yeah, can it. like it, it's as plain as fucking day. That's exactly what they're going for. Uh, by the voice acting, by the art design, uh, by the comic bookiness, you know, to create is, to create a word. Is is Ninja Turtles DC or is it Marvel or is it Dark Horse or Image? Yeah, so it's neither. Yeah, it's oh, ID, okay. IDW. I'm pretty sure I got a. I know that didn't didn't um. It was didn't the same comic or toxic. Didn't the same toxic that created the Ninja Turtles is what blinded uh, Daredevil? Daredevil came out much earlier. Yeah. Uh, so mm. the thing, there is like some slight, um, it th- there's a connection with the Ninja Turtles and uh, Daredevil, but it's with the foot in the hand. 
because in the <laughs> oh yeah yeah the foot clan yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, so th- there is throwbacks yeah. to um the daredevil but it's you know daredevil was marvel and ninja turtles w- was not so but you know what's funny too though i ha- we've seen a lot of crossovers with the ninja turtles and dc like with batman and everything too yeah yeah so you know um, they're, they're definitely big enough of an entity in and of themselves and i mean we were kind of in the heyday of the fucking turtles and they're still fucking popular to this day I think this movie is going to be do well as well. Well, you know so, what's crazy we'll about like, the Ninja Turtles is like the the original comics were like kind of dark. It was kind of amazing that we got the movies the way we did in the in the show that we did in the '90s uh, because it was not really like a, a kids comic back in the day. They just kind of repackaged it. Yeah, definitely right. And then the other thing I want to quickly mention because this always fucking comes up. So for the original comic. April O'Neil was not a red-headed white woman. I, she was black, and I, you see them throw back. They've played around with it before. And people are so mad about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 is, it is what it is, but it's a throwback to, uh, to the comics. Now, obviously, I didn't read these comics because they were pretty, pretty dark way back in the day, um, and everybody was used to the live-action ones from the 90s and the, the cartoon. Um, but don't get all fucking in your feelings just because... It looks like in the animated uh, newer movie, it looks like April O'Neil is fucking black. Don't be a fu- don't be that fucking nerd. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, okay. she uh, um, definitely was. She looked light skinned or at least mixed in the original comics. So she definitely didn't look like yeah. Oh yeah, she's black. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at I her think, now. She looks like a yeah. <laughs> like Lionel Richie kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking the at these Jerry crossovers. Girl. There's been some mm-hmm. crazy crossovers with the turtles, like Savage Dragon, Batman, Power Rangers, yep. Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, there's on there's a Saturday morning cartoon crossover with like Garfield and a bunch of like Care Bears and shit. Alvin and Chipmunks, like all of them are in that shit. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Turtles, so are turtles, yeah, turtles. Oh, and then, wow. but going back but to going Miles, back to though, I mean, don't fucking sleep on the fact that it's not confirmed yet, but it's I. it looks like, and I bet dollars to donuts, we're getting Spider-Man 2 for the PS5, It look, hopefully later this fall, with Miles in it and shit. So, you know, it, it should be a fucking, another big-ass fucking year for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll, we'll fucking see, though. Sony still has the rights, right, to to the spout the Spider Man franchise, right? Yeah, Sony's printing out money right now, basically. Yeah, no, no, no way home was a fucking beast. That's that's we, get, we saw the the, the PlayStation Spider Man in the trailer too. I mean, he was in the first one too, or at least there was like um, not a reference to it, but um, I guess Miles's Earth Spider Man had the the same costume, the red and white, the white spider. Yeah, that's in the PS5. So, well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I'm this definitely got my money. Yeah, that's and that's a great fucking costume too. It, it looks different from any other Spidey costume I've seen prior, and now I'm like, oh, that that's a pretty fucking classic one right there. So we'll see. Yeah. Did you see what kind of one like, thing we kind of? Sorry, real quick. I got my daughter the uh, Spider Gwen like hoodie. It's a little too big for her, oh, nice. but oh, nice. yeah, it's cool because like the hood comes down and like has like the. 
the face mask thing i think is dope oh that's a younger, younger daughter younger yeah yeah younger yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my littlest one the, mm-hmm. the great thing about fucking glenn stacy like for old old fucks like us glenn stacy was fucking dead <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah nobody gave a shit about her green goblin fucking killed her that was fucking it. And I mean, killed her a long time ago. And that was it. She remained dead as fuck. And then we know, uh, like, Peter Parker, my, Peter Parker Spidey, as usually being, like, with MJ, on and off again. You know what I mean? There's been a whole lot of storylines. But mostly it's been about MJ. And fucking Gwen Stacy works. You know what I mean? It's must be this Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Gwen literally has, she's not my number one favorite Spider-Man costume. Like seriously, mm-hmm. even though it's like pink and shit, I don't give a fuck. Like it's it, this shit is dope. So and, and number two yeah. is probably like, you know, Miles, and then slightly behind that is, um, you know, uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine because I think that's dope too. So I will say it's funny because like with, uh, what Project was alluding to that in the nineties they tried real hard yep. with um, with uh, Pete and Felicia Black Cat. They tried so hard oh, yeah. to make them like a couple. They were like, will they, won't they? But they never really were. And then when you play the game, you know that Felicia and Peter already have some kind of relationship because she brings up, she teases him a lot. And he's like, don't be bringing that up. Like, don't talk about, can we just talk about right now? Like, uh, I don't know if anybody played the DLC. Did you guys yeah. play the DLC? Yeah. So you know that Pete and Felicia have a complicated cast, compl- complicated past. Even though they don't go too deep into it, so you know, Spider-Man them cheeks. But you know what? Felicia's always thick. With <laughs> with Felicia, she, at least for me, it never worked as well as with like Peter and Mary Jane in terms of like. She just seems too Catwoman like. She just does. Like I, I, I like say that woman dynamic way better. Way better. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just I do. do. It it. it and of course, I get the whole thing of you know, Marvel has Quicksilver and, and DC has the Flash. There's very there's similar character types in both. I get it. I get it. I get it. But Black Cat compared to Catwoman just doesn't hold a candle for me. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, not even. So I get it. It's just funny to me because in the '90s they tried so hard to have Peter have like this like new love interest, and it was all about Black Cat. Love Triangle. <laughs> yeah, it never, but it never really became serious with them. It was always like kind of like a fling. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing too, I mean, and I didn't necessarily like this about the Tom Holland ones, even though Zendaya is bad as hell. But Mary Jane is a fucking model slash actress. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like she's not frumpy at all. Like emo. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. Obviously, there was a huge change for the most recent trilogy, but I like the whole Mary Jane maybe out of fucking Peter's league in terms of her badness kind of aspect of it. But it is what it is. Things change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One other thing we got introduced with the Spider-Man trailer is that uh, Peter B. Parker has a daughter and she has his powers. It's crazy because she comes swinging in on on the web and then she's like crawling on the walls and shit. And I'm thinking like. Just imagine having a kid now and imagine that, you know, they could just go from like one former plane to like three plane where they can like go up on the walls or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like the the struggle. I get the struggle of oh my god. Yeah, bad. like keep them in a Mary kennel Jane. or some shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. 
Yeah, but you also... You gotta have, like, a safety net. <laughs> in case they fucking fall across the ceiling. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Is I think, like, as, um... Like, newer parents, like, they always say you're supposed to, like, you know, baby-proof your whole house. No, that's, like... That's back in the day. What you do now is you just... You, you, you create, like, one area for your kid, and you, like, block all that shit off. Don't... You have to baby-proof your whole fucking house. <laughs> you just need one fucking section where you have, like, like a fence up. And they're good to go. Yeah. That's basically what we did. We didn't baby-proof our house at all. No. <laughs> Letting them big I mean, play with them sockets. Yeah. Hell, well, like when we went to our house, we got our, our outlets and stuff upgraded, like our electrical system upgraded. So the outlets are already like childproof. They have wow. like a little like when you stick something in there, like you have they have to go into both holes to be able to go in. Wow, that's well, what she we, said. Because we adopted, but, we, <laughs> because Ooh. we adopted, we had to like we had to baby proof everything. And when we say baby proof, mm. like really baby proof, we had to like put in all the fucking. We had to put in nets on like upstairs for like the the walkway. We had to like do all the fucking plugs. We had to do all the fucking you know the drawers and shit. And of course, like two months after she was born, the place that we adopted her through went bankrupt. So no, and then we moved like the next year. So it didn't even fucking matter. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Prodigy, did you want to speak on this Resident Evil shit? Oh man. I mean, you, I know you talked about it last week, but I mean, um, they didn't get to hear the epicness, but you want to yeah. run through, so you're further in, I think. In that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm loving this game more and more. Uh, this one is definitely my favorite Resident Evil, and it's closing in on my top 10 or 12 of all time right now, and I'm only in chapter 10 or 11, so I think I'm maybe two-thirds of the way through. I fucking love four, right? Hmm? Yeah, four. You're playing Resident Evil 4? Yeah, the remake. Uh, it, it just, it feels tight in every kind of way in terms of I like the inventory management, I like the uh, the fucking gameplay itself, the story is captivating. Here was the thing that IGN kind of hit me on. It's basically just borrowing shit from a whole lot of fucking horror movies that I already like. Like fucking Aliens. You know, or uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or, you know, some shit from, um, uh, not it, but some some Stephen King movies as well from way back in the day. And so, some of them Stephen King books and shit. It just has a whole lot of shit in there. Leon Kennedy's doing his thing. I'm going to replay this multiple times. I can already fucking tell. Not just New Game Plus, but just a whole different run. Um, I like the upgrade system. It feels almost... Call of Duty-like in terms of how much fun you can have with the upgrade system. And for example, you can do the pairing with the combat knife. I fully upgraded that because it's really fucking valuable, but it has uh, weapon degradation. Halfway through the game, or maybe chapter 7 or fucking 8, I'm my uh, knife just started to like degrade way faster when I was doing all the pairing and shit. Well, I go to the fucking merchant, and he's like, oh, there's a whole new three or four slots for you to further add power, further add durability. And I was like, that's exactly what I fucking wanted. So they gave me what I wanted before I even started complaining about that shit the midway through the game. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> they, that, I mean, you know, you never know. You never know. I'm not finished with it. But um, there's also this thing, uh, and I've seen it online, where you play it on a harder setting, and uh, depending on how you finish it, You'll get, like, these fucking cat ears for Leon, and that looks fucking weird and stupid and all that, but guess what? You have infinite ammo. So I got to do a run with that shit. You know what I mean? It's almost like the 
the Metal Gear Solid with the bandana, and then and then you have oh. unlimited ammo for certain for certain shit. That's kind of standard. Yeah, but is, hold on. Oh. Is is Ada in Resident Evil Four? Yeah, yeah, Ada Wong. Is there a thing about the voice actress? Did y'all? Did you? No, we did not. Yeah, I heard about it. She's getting a lot of flack online. I'm going to be very honest with you. The flack online sounds like some serious wee bullshit because she's very similar to how she is in in, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Like, I even think it it might be the same voice actress, but there's no problems that I have with Ada Wong at all. She looks bad as fuck. She's a femme fatale. But she got uh, almost ran off at Instagram or, or one of them social media apps just for uh, voicing and supposedly not being sexy enough or some bullshit. What? Oh, okay. That's weird. It's weird as fuck. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Like, it didn't even make sense. And she's not a main character. Like, she's someone that shows up, kind of teases, uh, uh, what's his name? Leon Kennedy for a hot minute. Kind of like... Because uh, he's a virgin. Because hmm? <laughs> he's a virgin. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. The whole like uh, community is always about how Ada always teases Leon because supposedly, ever since Resident Evil Two, Leon never got a chance to lose his virginity, and Ada's supposed to take it from him, and so she teases him about it, but she never does it. Oh, apparently she is less sexy in the game. Yeah, so people have been complaining that her voice isn't quote unquote using air quotes sexy enough. Like she was in the original Resident Evil 4, which makes no sense to me. I'm like, wait, what? It this makes too serious it, in this game. It makes no sense because you can look at her like skin tight outfit and shit. I think in Resident Evil 2, she had maybe a mini skirt, but it's still skimpy, sexy, femme fatale kind of Ada Wong. I, it, it makes zero th- It's not like one of those things where, oh, they put, a, put her in a snow parka, you know, and that's not what happened here. It's fucking I, weird, man. Fucking I, weird. I don't have the game yet. I'm probably gonna get it, pick it up this weekend. Um, but I'm gonna beat Resident Evil Three first. I think I'm gonna <laughs> re- abandon my Resident Evil Two second playthrough because I'm stuck, and I'm I'm in a really tight spot, and I don't feel like I don't remember how to play the fucking game. So there's no like tutorial shit. I have to restart that save. And like, you know what? I'm just gonna move forward. I have four other Resident Evil games that I'm going to end up beating. So. Just stay fine. I'll probably come hold, come hold back to it. On. What happened, sirs? Can I, can I read to you how What's insane this? people are right now? Well, oh, we are. Yeah, read yeah. this. This is the stupidest read it, read it. ever. It's, it's, it's great. Read it. Read it. It's fucking terrible. People are complaining that the sh- that it's too woke. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. <laughs> so this is what a person. Uh, this a man. I'm gonna say a man or a boy. Actually, it's got to be a boy. It's a boy. If, if you're boy. a man, a man child, this, boy. you're a boy. That wrote this. Okay, these are the complaints about Resident Evil Four, um, and the reason why the why they won't. Well, the reason why I think they ruined it. No, Ashley saying, "Uh, you pervert." No, Ashley saying, "Hey, what are you looking at?" No animation of Ashley covering her skirt when you tried to look up and see her panties. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, let me just keep going. Yes. You these you weak yes. fucking bitch. Uh, let me just keep going. <laughs> No being able to freely stare at Ashley's panties from the bottom of a high enough ladder. No getting an accidentally an accidental Ashley upskirt dialogue when performing a suplex on an enemy. No, no quick. I, I can't even go through all these. All right, this 
You what the fuck? Did somebody not hug you enough when you were a kid? Did no, you not? Someone, no, no. He's probably still a virgin. This is not Why? what women in his are. Mama's basement. This is not what women in general mm-hmm. are for. Or or women in video games, like just stop. You're the reason why people are. You're the reason why. Um, what's that fucking chick's name? The one that I don't like that does the fucking. Oh, uh, Anita Sarkis. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, what's her name again? Anita Sarkis. Yeah, you're the reason why Anita Sarkisian, a Sarkisian, whatever her name is, exists. You, all of you that wrote that shit, you're the reason why she exists. And as I read that, I'm like, hmm, she has some points here, but also mm. fuck her. <laughs> like why do you people like why do you write shit like that if if that's your whole thing in life is just a I, I guess you, know you need new friends you need new friends you know what's oh you, you know what's funny though friends, period doesn't sound like they have any you know what's funny though like resident evil 4 came out in on the gamecube in 04 i think yeah Either, i think 04 03 it might have been 03 even Mid mid aughts, mm-hmm. so it's been a minute since the game has been out. Obviously, things have been updated, but it was not a complete. It was cheesy in a Resident Evil kind of way, but it wasn't oh, one of these. Shit. It wasn't like Dead or Alive, um, volleyball, beach volleyball. Like that was never. That was never. The- oh, hey, I have that. I have both of those. Yeah, games. Just, so I have be- I have beach bikers and uh, Dead or Alive Extreme too. I just play yeah. that game for the physics. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. that's not <laughs> so the original Resident Long Evil fits. 4 came out in 2005. There you go. Yeah. It's been a minute. That was like the most incel shit I ever read in my entire life. So yeah. I, I wonder, like, There's... why can't I get a woman? Well, your views, sir, first of all. <laughs> and, and, and here's the other thing, too. There's light flirting, light where you can tell that um, that that character has a crush on Leon a little bit, but it's more of a. First of all, the she's the president's daughter, and she seems like she's somewhere in the age range of like as young as seventeen to maybe twenty three. So there's there's an age discrepancy that would make it quite creepy, mm. <laughs> you know, because Leon I, seems like he's in his mid thirties. So yeah, I think in the, <laughs> with the Karen haircut. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I think in the original game she's younger because in Resident Evil Six she's an agent. She's an agent of the BSAA. Mm. So and you have to play through the campaign as as part of her. But I can't. But I don't know how many years have passed between four and six though. That's so that's what I, I'm but, that's the thing. So the thing, it, it, it is pretty much a pretty long deal between uh, four and six. But I don't know how much because it it looks like it's at least ten years okay. because the way that Sherry was in four, she's pre- in part two. She's a kid. She's yeah. literally like six or seven. So in part four, yeah, she's really... a teenager, yeah. and then part six, she's a woman because she's literally the agent in charge of Jake, who is Wesker's son. So it's a, on the online, it's saying that Leon is. 27 in Resident Evil 4. Okay. That's believable. Outlets are saying that. That's believable. Um, that sounds about right. You know, on Fandom is saying that he's 27 in, in, in Resident Evil 4. You say okay. OnlyFans? What the fuck? <laughs> in uh, Fandom. Fandom.com. Okay. My, you always got to take something with a grand salt. How old was he in uh, Resident Evil 3? 
I don't take everything with a grain of salt. He's not in Resident Evil 3. I'm just saying. I drink coffee I mean, without two. salt. He's not in 3, but in 2, he's like a rookie cop in Raccoon. Did I actually cool. pretty good to put salt in your coffee? It like helps uh, sweeten it for some reason. reason. If you have shitty coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with shitty beer. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason why you the lime in some beers. There you go. I thought you put lime in the coconut and you drink it all up. That's how it goes, right? No? Mm. Or you can mix it with your pina colada. That's an old-ass mm. joke. You get lost in the rain. <laughs> that, that's a, We just lost, like, 30... People that are 30 years old and below. Was there like, you go. Fuck, fucking click. We're born in the 1900s. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm going to be playing this for, for a hot fucking minute. I fucking like it. Uh, what do you what do y'all been playing? Your what mom. Playing? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I had to take it back to my intro. Wait, what did you say? I said your mom. Oh, all right, this guy. I mean, I guess you're a necrophiliac, so. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that's a fucking Man. dark mom joke. But also, it was. you know, my mom's dead, so. And I think I that old mom was. Are you Immaculate Conception? or? Oh, I guess you still have a mom, right? I, I don't do. fucking know. He was born before, she, I think, uh, Mary or some shit. So. No, no, she was... Re- Whoa, okay, maybe. I have to think. Is your mom Gaia? It's <laughs> <laughs> her nickname. Are you obsessed here? <laughs> um, I'm, play- I'm playing a lot of the... Uh, the stuff that's just like the stuff that has like a lot of... Keep you down, buy me extra like multiplayer type stuff. So I I got back into the division because they have a new season. Division I think it's like two? yeah, division part two or division two, and they have like a new season. I can't tell if it's free or not, but I bought the other expansion. It was like seven bucks. So the original New York expansion was like thirty bucks. You can get it now for seven. <laughs> seven bucks. It's old ass game though. Yeah, I mean it came out in free. Uh, at, at one point it was free, or the game was free, and all the expenses. It, it lasted like two weeks. It's on PS oh. Plus for free too. I doubt. Yeah, it. so I've been playing it, and then like um, I went, I've been flopping back and forth between uh, the Division Two, Destiny Two, um, Modern Warfare because their new season is about to start. So I wanted to finish all the event stuff before next week, before the reset. And oh, Hogwarts, and. That's it, and I still have games. I still haven't finished Cyberpunk because their DLC is next month, actually yeah. in a few weeks. And then there's, uh, like I said, Resident Evil earlier, and I have Hi-Fi Rush. I haven't even booted the game. I downloaded it, but never started it. I've been playing it on the uh, my Steam Deck. Sweet. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't even started the game. game. It looks it looks fucking dope as fuck. I'm like, dude, this looks hella fun. I should play it sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely play it. It's definitely. It, it's honestly, it's it's a really good game, um, especially because it's like it's rhythm based and it's just it's just fucking fun. Like literally, like you'll as you're standing there, like he's moving to the beat like constantly, like whatever the beat is, like the person moves to the That's beat, awesome. and it's just it's just fun to just like watch. Yeah, I really I really want to play. It. I just haven't started it. I have it literally sitting. The game. My system reminds me that I have the game. So what it does is it shows you like, oh, this is part of your library, and like I see a little icon for it, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot to download this fucking game. But, oh, and Battlefield, Battlefield 2042. I've been playing a little bit of that too. So I've been all over the place. You know, I still need to play because I downloaded um, the sequel to that shark game. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I forget the name of that game too, but yeah, it's really good. 
But yeah, I downloaded because the sequel was free on PlayStation Plus a while ago. I'm not gonna look. It wasn't free. At first, it was like on sale for Christmas. Was it Manhunt? Manhunter? Manhunt? Yeah, Manhunt. A man eater. Man eater. Man eater. Yeah, man eater. Man eater sequel came out, and I I have it on my have it on my console. It's a DLC. I think it's two. I think it's pretty sure it's a DLC. Yeah, there's a DLC, but there's also like an expansion, and like there's there's two things that came out for it, but like. I think it's like I don't want to say it's new game plus, but it's something that like adds more to the game. The truth quest, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. We get to learn how like why the the shark is the the, the way the shark is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got that. I need to play that because the first one, uh, the original one, was so much fucking fun. It's fucking silly. That's why I like it because it's so goddamn silly. It's like literally you're yeah. listening to the voice of Jerry do like from Rick and Morty, just like say ridiculous shit as you're like eating people and like fucking up you know the wildlife. Man, All right. Well, uh, Cronus, you want to talk about your games? Because I'm about to take the wheel. I've been waiting for Prodigy to get all this stuff out the way because I'm about to do a huge takeover. So, Cronus, uh, hey, they have a uh, Med Eater on Steam, so maybe you can the Steam Deck and play it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably could, but um, I don't know. I already have it on the PS5, so it's fine. Um, yeah. Like, what I'm gaming with right now, I'm playing... There's a Warhammer 40,000 game that I'm playing. It's, like, one that's, like, Diablo. I'm playing that a little bit. I don't, I'm don't. i not totally into it, but I just... I played Diablo, you know, the Diablo 4 beta, and I was like, I need more of this style of game right now. And so I started uh, playing it. And it's not. It's nowhere near as good as Diablo 4. But it's sort of scratching the edge, but I need to find, like, a new game. There's some, you know, some other yeah. games that are coming out later on, you know, this month um, that I really want to play. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of like in between games right now, but I also need to get back to Hi-Fi Rush on my Steam Deck, and also, sorry, my PSVR because um, playing uh, oh, yeah. Gran Turismo Seven on PSVR two, okay. fucking insane! Like I I want to, I want to get like the whole stupid ass driving rig. <laughs> that costs, oh like, damn! A thousand dollars just to like enjoy it more, um, but I can definitely like having the PSVR two really justifies getting one of those rigs of like the whole like shifting gears and having the fucking steering wheel and the and the gas pedals and all that shit if you get that in the psvr2 and play grand Turismo 7 you're getting like the most the most accurate driving simulation that you can probably get right now because like literally as you're driving you look down you can see the fucking you know you can see yourself your whole body you know you're in a racing suit you can see like the whole dashboard as you're going around corners, you can look around. You can see rearview mirrors. You can see all this shit. It, it's fucking amazing. It's it's literally like the best experience you can have for for now for a driving simulator. Unless you have like the fucking one of those crazy rigs where like it moves around with you, which I'm, I don't got that oh, kind of money. But yeah, yeah. I was just, just thinking it'd be it'd be fucking insane if somebody created like a a kit where you could basically you turn your car into a goddamn remote uh, controller. So basically, you can just set up your, your VR set, headset, you can set your own fucking vehicle, throw your fucking goggles on, and then, like, your stand wheel and stuff is connected to the to the virtual world, your shifter and pedals and stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure all you need is, like, like switches or buttons to be able to, so, to fill the switches and stuff. It's but. funny you say that, Blue, because you have a car that does that. I do have a car that does that. You yeah, can't play video games. You can't use your, your VR headset, but, like, you can play, like, a, there's a driving game for a tesla model 3 where you can like you're literally driving and you can use like your actual car to like 
control the video it's, game. It's like it's like Mario Kart. Yeah, like you basically <laughs> control the Mario Kart. But what's weird about it is that your 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 tires move when you turn the steering wheel. Like the steering wheel isn't it doesn't like freely move or whatever. So your wheels are actually turning when you do it. So. They should disconnect that because yeah, you're gonna wear down your yeah your tires. Yeah, you're gonna wear down your tires. <laughs> but it's dope though. It's actually. It's actually pretty hard to play, but I've I've played it like once or twice. I've really got into it to understand the controls, but it's fun though. So anyway, um, go ahead, Prodigy. I was just gonna say I know old Ninja wants to fap to old John Luke Picard or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah, guy's been. No, uh, I, I'm not kind of. He's talking about gaming, I think. No, 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 no. It's not about Picard. I mean, there's a lot of episodes, I so we haven't talked about any of it. So we can. Oh, yeah, you? we can talk about the beginning. Okay, okay. Well, beginning. I, just, I only got through the first one. Sorry, it's crazy because like the, you know, my life recently has been kind of crazy. But me yeah, and I get uh, it. Me and Kay, we watched the show, but we, because like we keep, and it's funny because like the past couple of weeks have been like, what else we got to catch up on? And we keep forgetting about fucking Picard, and we both <laughs> love the show. So we watched the first it's one. It's almost so. done too. Yeah, it's yeah. almost done. So I mean, it's it's so good, but. Let's do this. We can talk about what you have seen, and then I will keep it because I can literally go off on the first episode alone. So, oh, I, I gotta remember. Uh, season I mean, three, episode one, right? Yeah, episode one was. Yeah, there's a lot going on in episode one. There's a lot of stuff to talk about just in that episode alone. It was super wild, super great. We had uh, see, I don't know we, how we had to see uh, number one again, right? Uh yeah we, yeah we number do. two we we see number one and 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 he goes number two I guess yeah guess if Adam is in there too I remember that shit mm-hmm. oh, like Jesus Christ Parker? no no it's just, it's a Beavis and Butthead joke where uh, there's a Beavis and Butthead episode where they like pass out from I think eating too much or something and they go through all the shows that were popular at the time one of them was Next Generation where Butthead is Picard and. Uh, Beavis is Riker, and he's all—he's trying to hit on a girl, and uh, Beavis is interrupting him. So then, or no, yeah, Beavis is interrupting Butthead. So Butthead tells Beavis, "He's all, I order you to go take a number two. <laughs> Hilarious episode. I'm trying to like, remember like everything that happened. You gotta, you gotta catch me up, man. It's been too long. I, I got, so, all right, here we go. I remember like I remember Crusher needed to get help. We're gonna go. We're gonna go super into Picard season three, starting with just fucking episode one. This is a phenomenal episode. They did a really fucking good job. I was blown away by this fucking episode. Uh, I'm gonna say it again, but I'm starting it with this way. So we start off literally kind of where the last one left off, where it's Picard back at his vineyard, chilling with his Romulan girlfriend, and he's just sitting there chilling, and then he gets a. He's talking about the future and whatnot, and like it's uh, they have this big event coming. Uh, it's basically Fleet Week for Star Star Trek. So he's supposed to give a big speech and wave at everybody, and he's like having like thinking about his life and all this stuff with his Romulan girlfriend. He gets a message, and the message is like some old cryptic something from like the next generation, like literally a legit super nerdy like if you went back to the episode and looked at the code type message. And uh, he decodes it from his desk. He sees it's a message from uh, Beverly Crusher. And uh, we see that she's in trouble. So we see this scene where she's on this ship. 
and she ends up killing like a bunch of people that board her ship. They look like they're in these like cloaks and shit. They got knives. They got pistols. She ends up killing all of them, and she sends up the message. Picard gets it, and he's just like, "Well, I got to go help her." He hasn't heard from her in like thirty years, maybe thirty plus years. So he ends up going out and like hatching a plan to go find out what's wrong, maybe perhaps rescue her. And so he teams up with Riker, and he cooks up a plan to do a like um, like a field exercise using the newly christened uh, Constitution Three class ship, which is his old ship, the Titan. So he goes on board. They meet the crew. They see that the their first officer is seven of nine, and she's using her um, human name. And so they're all trying to be proper about stuff. So they show us this sweeping, like cinematic view, and like it looks like this is a fucking movie. It looks like this should have been theaters type quality. Yeah. Where they show us the new ship, the new Titan, the new Constitution class. Um, they show us like this little, really quick. Um, um, survey of the ship where they basically do a tour of the ship. They meet uh, the bridge crew. Turns out that Jordy LaForge's daughter is the helmsman of the ship. Um, they find out a couple like little nicks and crannies about the ship. They do this like huge like leaving the space dock type thing, which is usually a pretty big deal for Star Trek. The way they did it this time, the composer did an homage to Jerry Goldsmith and James Horner the original composer for Star Trek The Motion Picture and Star Trek 2 and 3, respectively. So he does this, like, mashup of these two um, super epic, super, like, cinematic themes that he puts for the show. And they do this huge, big fanfare exit. It's actually really shot really nice. It's shot, like, where it keeps your attention the whole time. Like, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Is this a TV show or is this a fucking movie? Like, it's super fucking done really well. They take off to the like far reaches of the fucking corners of space. Um, they try to convince the captain of the ship that they're going to go to do this routine kind of survey kind of thing. And like the captain's like, nah. And like, well, why not? We're just going to like this little space test thing. He's like, nah, fuck both. He literally almost says, fuck both of you. He pretty much says it. And like, like why won't you do this? Like, it's not really harming anyone. He's like, I'm responsible for my, my crew. With your two and your past, you two have a bad habit, and he literally brings up all these events from like the movies, the TV show, all the shit where people where people die, shit goes wrong, Borg invasions, crashing the ship, um, being attacked, like all kinds of shit, like all the shit he throws in their face. He literally says, "Thank you, fuck you very much," like literally almost verbatim. So the captain's kind of a dick. Um, 709 pretty much commandeers the ship and takes them out to the, where they want to go anyway. The captain gets pissed, relieves her of duty, confines her to quarters. Picard and Riker end up taking a shuttle. They go out to see uh, Beverly, find out that her ship was like attacked. There's this guy taking care of her, this young dude taking care of her. They don't really know who he is. And like uh, the ship's about to fucking blow up. They're in this cloud that's super dangerous to the ship. They have to take the ship in, like, puts everyone in danger. The captain's all pissed. And so the kid, he's, like, uh, like 25, maybe, maybe 23. So, like, the kid has this really strange resemblance to Picard. And, like, Riker is ribbing Picard the whole time. He's like, hey, are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, you're not going to, 
look at this kid and not have something to say. He's all, no. He's all, you know what? If Beverly said anything about a child, she would have told me. He's all, are you sure you haven't heard from her in 30 years? There's plenty of time for her to have a kid and raise him to be the same age as him. He's all, dude. He's all, this would never happen between us. We're friends. And she would have told me something that major would have happened. He's all, okay. He was like, yo, I was busting dusty nuts back then. 30 years ago. <laughs> like 30 years ago, I was yeah. still 70. No, you're still wet. No, I'm still wet. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> So they go in, and uh, uh, Beverly's in stasis. She's in, like, this pod. Uh, there's a ship that comes out. Just, like, old raggedy bitch. Like, her teeth are all fucked up. She's got, like, fucking nasty veins in her face. She's smoking a fat-ass J. Like, she rolled this fat, nasty blunt. And she's smoking this fat-ass blunt, talking about, oh, I'm going to fuck you all up unless you give me the kid. And she's like, they're like, uh, why I do think, you want the I think kid? you're bleeding in in the next episode. Cause remember everything up until what you just said. You don't remember this part? They're literally, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna keep going until, because I, I can tell you where this pretty much kind of. Okay. Ends. Um. So there's like they want the kid. They give the ship account like a, I think it's thirty minutes to an hour, to give up the kid. And Picard's trying to talk to the kid. Like, how did, how did you end up out there? Why is Beverly in stasis? And they're like the, the people counting them out. They're like, oh, you got to give up the kid. Like, why? And they're like, well, I'm going to blow up your ship and I'm going to take him anyway if you don't fucking give me a kid. So, like, they're literally down to, like, the last 30 seconds. And Picard and Riker manages to get Beverly out of stasis. And there's a scene between the two of them where Picard, he kind of, like, he kind of mouths the word, is he? He doesn't really say it. But, like, you see Beverly look at him and the tear drops down her eye. And, like, everything kind of slows down around them. And she just kind of slowly nods. And, and Picard kind of, like, he just closes his eyes and he realizes that at that moment, the audience and him realize that that kid is Picard's son. And so the captain of the ship was ready to hand over the kid. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Picard takes over. He's like, why are you taking over? We're about to hand him over. My crew's going to live. You're getting all of us in danger. We're all probably going to die. And he's like, I have to save my son. And it's pretty much where fucking the, the end of the first episode ends. They start a firefight. They go and hide in the cloud. And that's pretty much the end of the first episode. I mean, I didn't finish it then. That's oh, really? Yeah, it's been like, like I said, like the past. It's been weeks. It's, like been like like <laughs> yeah. it's been a month and a half. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand. But it's like. But, but pretty much that's where the first the first episode ends with the realization that uh, Picard has a kid. That's why the second episode sets up information for the audience on what happened, how did Beverly have a kid, why didn't she talk to him, all that is hashed out in the first 10 minutes of the second episode. I'm just saying, if, if Picard was, uh, if he was keeping it real, he'd been like, all right, give him, give him up. No child support. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, does, how does child support work in space? It doesn't, <laughs> like, because it doesn't, there's no money. <laughs> yeah, there's no money in uh, Starfleet. They're egalitarian well, that, to the fullest. Yeah. Yep, no money. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, Captain Picard has a um, not Captain Picard. Captain Kirk has a bunch of fucking half green yeah. kids out there. Kirk no, and, had, and Riker, because Riker was Riker, fucking oh. yeah. Well, Riker has two kids. One of his kids had some kind of disease or some shit. Well, I, actually, I, well. I was going to say that's a spoiler, but it's not because it's talked about in the first season. He had a son that died of some disease that they don't really talk about. However, 
in the second or third episode of Picard, they go more in depth in that into that story. Uh, so, so yeah. But you pretty much, if you haven't gotten that far, you got pretty close to the end of just the first episode. Yeah, I, I'll catch up because that's one of the shows. Because like literally every night, the past few nights, we've been like, "What are we gonna watch?" And then we go back mm. to like watching Rick and Morty episodes because we keep forgetting like what we <laughs> are not caught up on. So. Dude, um, you guys are missing out. And so this is the episode. In the first episode, we only see Riker so far. Later on, as the series yeah, continues, I know. Don't, yeah. more of them kind of come in. And no, I it's know. fucking crazy. Oh, I didn't talk about the B story. Because there's a whole other storyline about um, uh, uh, Seven's ex-girlfriend where she's working for Section 31. Wait, Seven's yeah, ex-girlfriend? I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't have any of that. But I'll, I'll catch up. I'll That's catch all up. the first that's all in the first episode. Yeah, well, I think I didn't watch the whole thing because like you're gonna have some... to rewatch, restart, restart. I am. The episode. I'm going to like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's so worth it. We got it. We got to tear this thing apart. Yeah, it's, so it's a fucking great show, and it, I, I'm surprised that I didn't finish the fucking season. But yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's season, the season's not over. You didn't finish the episode. Okay. Yeah. But yeah hey, just... hey, quick, quick question. Come uh, have you Kay watched uh, Euphoria on HBO Max yet? No. Ooh. We haven't. We yeah, started. guys, gotta watch that together. Oh, uh, wait, hold up. Mm. I, I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you should watch it. My <laughs> oldest daughter, she watches it. She, she loves the show. the show. What's the name of the show? <laughs> what shows? Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. Oh, you it's a movie. It's a movie with um. With, yeah, Spider Zendaya. Zendaya in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, she she kills it in that show. Like her acting chops in that show is like top notch. It's like damn. Like I'm feeling the emotions I should be feeling. I, I she keep, like she fucking brings her a game. I need to keep watching Swarm because I watched the first one. And I was just like, "That's enough." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I cannot watch that with with K. So I need to watch it on my own. But like the first episode, I could tell these are gonna be like every episode is like a lot. It's a lot because dealing with like the reason why it's a lot for Swarm is because it deals with um, things that are normally not addressed in normal media, which is like. What if somebody that's black is crazy and doesn't immediately get fucking killed by the police? So, <laughs> or anybody else. And so, yeah, yep. it gets into like somebody with like severe mental health issues from the jump trying mm-hmm. to navigate, you know, being crazy and uh, a homicidal maniac. So, he, this is no spoiler at all, but she gives, she comes across as being. Somewhat on the spectrum, oh, but yeah. people, but people's interactions with her are vastly different from what you would normally think. Like once you have those interactions, and you see she's not like looking you dead in the eye. She's kind of off-putting, a little socially awkward. Most people would have a very different reaction to her than what you see later on in the show. I can't wait till you get at least to episode two, because there's there's this thing that I got to tell to talk to you about. Right. Photos I'll uh, that, I'll watch it. That's wild. Yeah, it's just it, it's subtle, but it's wild as fuck. There's a lot and, of shit that's subtle in the show. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's disturbing for me, especially like watching somebody with like severe mental health issues that are just like. I think that like her friend was like her her anchor to like normalcy and then once this person is gone and she's like barely holding on to normalcy with like with her friend and then once that friend is gone she just goes to the fucking deep end like immediately and it's just like holy shit 
Yeah. Is it the whole swarm thing like a reference to to Beyonce, right? Oh like, yeah. Isn't, like... Oh yeah. Yeah. De- definitely, definitely is, and um, they play with that concept a whole fucking lot. And I will say this: the show, just to be very clear, is not a diss to the artists of Beyonce. It's more about basically a fictional crazy ass fandom. What if on the fandom? But yeah, this actress is actually going to be in shit. What the fuck did I see here? I think it's the latest Transformers or the new reboot of the Transformers. So oh, I'm like, shit, right. I I'm happy for her. She's obviously this world class actress because if she's nothing like this character, which I hope she's nothing like this fucking wild character, yeah. <laughs> then that means she's, she's one of the best actresses we've ever fucking seen. I need, <laughs> I need Old Ninja and, and uh, uh, Blue to at least watch the first two. I gotta check it out. Yeah, after the first one, I mean, after the first one, you're just like, even like partway through like the first one, there's like some really weird shit going on in like the first one, and then you're just like, then the end comes, and I was just like, okay, plus the pie too. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, we're just we're going there. Okay. <laughs> Unpredictable to say the least, um, but yeah. All right. Uh, you know, it's since you since you mentioned the whole Transformer reboot again, um, how to reboot Transformers again. Uh, I saw a post earlier that said like, you know, they need to stop rebooting like good movies and start rebooting like movies that were shitty that were that was based on a good story. Like, um, I can't even think of a good one, but like, I guess one good thing would be like. Um, Okay, I was thinking that video game. Uh, uh, the fight game, something. Uh, damn, I can't think of it. Not Mortal Kombat, but it was like something dead. Dead or alive? Oh, I lost my chance. Titty, titty physics? But, no, 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 not dead or alive. It was another one. It's a fighting game. I mean, alive? Dead or no. alive. Oh, Double, double Dragon? That's not a fighting game. Not Double game. Dragon. That was horrible, too. I mean, Soul Calibur? Super Mario Brothers movies. Virtual Fighter? Not Soul Calibur. Killer Instinct? Uh, let me look it up. Horrible fighting game. Horrible, horrible fighting game. All right, well, that's 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 a few. Some of them are horrible, but nobody yeah. them. Uh, I thought Bloody no, like, Roar was kind of bad. Somebody basically good. mentioned like they need to start rebooting like good movies and start going back to movies that had like good storylines and and redo those. So um, uh, you Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. Hopefully not, because uh, well, so Street Fighter well, is getting rebooted. We are getting rebooted. That. Uh, I guess a new studio, new studio paid for the rights, so they're going to redo a new Street Fighter movie. Uh, the one I think that got a lot of people in the tizzy was very, re- very, very recent, I think, as far as yesterday. So apparently, HBO wants to reboot Harry Potter. I saw that, too. And I'm like, what? So they want to do, I guess there's eight, seven books, seven, eight, seven books, seven, eight books, and each season would be one book. And I'm just like... Why would you do this so close to like? I mean, it's not as if like the Harry Potter Harry Potter fandom ever stopped or waned. It's like they still regard like even though Daniel Radcliffe is having his first child, people still refer to him as Harry fucking Potter. And so yep. to go and like reboot the franchise, as I said in my intro, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, like, why would you go and fuck with your, like, your... I mean, they have a, a theme park where they sell bitter beer or butter beer and they want to redo this with a whole new cast, whole new lore. It's, it's, I think it's a bad move. Well, I'm of two minds about that. I mean, the first one is um, 
they have to. I feel like they're really trying to successfully, really, um, separate J.K. Rowling from her, you know, turf status, and it's like a trans exclusionary <laughs> radical feminist <laughs> thing of like you know, women are women, which I'm not going to get into that, all that shit. But basically, if you're a trans person, you probably really don't like, um, or you know, a trans ally or whatever. You probably really don't like J.K. Rowling. But the problem is, is that when she originally made the Harry Potter books, none of that shit came across in the books like whatsoever. None of that. Sh- there's like nothing like that was. I, I literally read all her books, and uh, not all her books. I read all of her Harry Potter books. I don't know anything. About, she wrote wrote some shit after Harry Potter or before Harry Potter. I don't know. But as far as like the Harry Potter books goes, I, I read all of her shit, and I even watched the uh, the. I was watched the play. I forget what it's called, but it was like one of the best. Oh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah, that was like the best play I ever fucking saw in my entire goddamn life. It was, it was really good. Um, and then, you know, I think they're doing a good job of like trying to separate that from her. Um, but she's still going to get paid, and I think that there's still going to be a, like a really large, maybe not a large audience. There's going to be an audience that used to be there that will not be there for whatever thing that she puts out. But if I think the only reason why they might be mentioning it now is only because Hogwarts Legacy did so well. I think if mm-hmm. Hogwarts oh, Legacy dang. like shit the bed, then I'm like, no, we ain't doing shit with her. Like J.K. Rowling's dead, but you know, people don't they don't know. Or if you're somebody like me, like I do know, but also I didn't get the vibe through like her literature of like her being of that sort of mind. Go ahead. I'm gonna but just. Then- Quickly though, with the whole Hogwarts Legacy, I still haven't played it. It's sold like fucking gangbusters. We already talked about it for like weeks and weeks and weeks. It's been big, big gaming shit. Um, folks that thought there was going to be a successful boycott of this game were dead fucking wrong, like a billion <laughs> yeah. times fucking wrong. So I don't want to belittle the fact that this oversold, like. It, it's sold like like crazy. And if you see that and you want to jump and, and here's another thing too, the movies did really well. A couple of those went over a billion dollars for Warner Brothers way back in the day. Um you want you want the return of that. Regardless of how people some people feel about JK and all of that other it's a money maker. It's a huge fucking franchise. Prodigy, I have a question for you though. So, like, what if somebody had, like, a successful franchise of books? This is this is what I always come back to when it comes to, like, when I think about, like, trans rights and, like, gay rights. Like, LGBTQ plus anything is, like, just replace, you know, the LGBTQ plus anything with, like, a black person or, like, African-American, you know. And then, like, like if, like, just imagine if J.K. Rowling wrote, and, and I'm, you know, obviously I'm saying this because, and I'm still consuming her media whatever but just imagine if she wrote an entire series of books and then all of a sudden like after that she wrote all the books and you didn't get a feeling that she was racist in the books but then she was like yeah i don't believe that you know black people are humans and that's yeah. like that's where i'm like I'm, I'm stuck but obviously i'm not too stuck because i fucking bought hogwarts legacy so yeah. that, that, i understand the argument and, uh, and, and you beat the that, game i haven't beat it <laughs> all, all i'm trying to say is regardless of how people feel their wallets decided that they didn't care that much. That's it. 
Uh, oh, and I guess or, I'm one of them, I guess. You know. Well, one of the thing with, I'm not sure if it's HBO Max or whatever, but whoever's creating the the series. I mean, if we look at like the well, like as far as like uh, kind of wizard sci-fi things are going, like like uh, Game of Thrones, raking in bucks. Fucking Wednesday on Netflix, you know, you got that whole magical theme and like your kids going to the school and that did very well. But also like um, some other uh, um, The Witcher, that did very well as well. Like you know, you got the magic and stuff like that. Like. For them to make a live action, or not a live action, but a TV series for Harry Potter, I mean, it, it makes sense. But it's like, you know, we already have like our all, we have our Harry Potter established already, and it's only been like, actually, when did the first Harry Potter movie come out? Because it's probably <laughs> been a couple years, right? It's like the early two thousand nine. It's like two thousand nine. Yeah, it was two thousand nine. I think it might be time like to recast. 2000s. I would say like twenty two thousand four, maybe or something. Yeah. Hmm. Early odds. So, but yeah, uh, for me, yeah, really it's cool. like it's like well, the book it, came out in '97. Yeah, right. but it's it's it would be like because the fan base is so big, and they built a fucking theme park for this fan base. Like, <clears throat> it'd be like rebooting Star Wars. Like, yeah. why would you go in and reboot something that's already beloved, already cherished? And I get it; they don't have the only new content recently is Hogwarts Legacy. But, and not everybody's a gamer. Can I? But, can I, can I have it? Like in terms of the whole why, and and, I, and I'm from the outside looking in. This is not a franchise that is like beloved to me. I've seen some of the movies; they've been great. You know, I haven't even seen all the fucking movies. I don't even think I saw the final one uh, with Harry and whatnot. But the franchise for the fan base didn't seem to, just judging by the box office alone didn't seem to fucking love Fantastic Beasts like they fucked with Harry and nope. Hermione and all of them. So I think they did try to do, you know, like um, keeping it in the franchise but doing something separate. And I don't think it was as successful as they thought it was going to be. And now they want to reboot and go back to the tried and true of Harry. Well, maybe. I think especially so in Hogwarts Legacy, literally nobody in Harry Potter is even referenced in the... Yeah, it's too far. It's too it's far way before. Yeah, way before. And I, so you know, most of the most of the people that are in the game are distant relatives of the people in the movie. Yeah, I, I, I saw that too. But you know what's crazy is I, I didn't. So the the Sorcerer Stone, the first Harry Potter movie and book, but the the movie came out in two thousand and one, and then it was like basically every goddamn year they had a, a you know. A new movie. Yep. It was okay, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like two, 2001, 2002, 2004, 2003, 2005, 2007, 2009, 2010, and 2011. So they were like hit after hit after hit after hit. After hit. And the, the series has made over $7 billion. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's like, I mean, big money. Plus her books. Yeah. were, you know, bestsellers. So. Yeah, and they're, they're great books, honestly, especially if you're a kid. So, I mean, Star Wars fans went from 1983, I mean, until, I mean, yeah, there was a bunch of books, but no live action until 99. Everything else was all books and games. From yep. I like I like what, uh, all the way up to, like, basically 99. 
I like what uh, Lee Light Lando said in the chat, saying that we need a TVMA Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see Hermione freaking it and shit. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's on Pornhub, though. I mean, bro, it it is, is, get, get your tags right. That's what I'm He's twerking Ooh. on that wither pole. <laughs> Still in the same kind of a magical fucking realm. Um, did anyone did else it? check out fucking uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, not yet. No. I did. I saw it yesterday. It's really doing it really well, right? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's doing it's, relatively well. Yeah, people yeah, are saying it's really good, but I mean, it's doing good for a Dungeons and Dragon movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's, 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 they make a fucking hundred million dollars the opening weekend. No, so let's but just this is a remake too, which is crazy. Which no, falls into not. that because the original remake was horrible. No, it's not the original version was horrible. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, it's honor among things. It's like a different storyline. It's not a remake. It's like it's totally different from the one with the uh, Marlon Wayans in it. It's totally yeah. it's not even close to that. This has like an Marlon actual Wayne. story. Yeah, Marlon Wayans is in the Dungeons and Dragons. He looks like he's, huh? I remember. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, You're right. that one was the only thing good about that was the sexy, the African, the black elf. If she's yeah, black. Well. I don't even know. People were freaking out about black elves in Lord of the Rings in 2023, but yeah. yet back in what 97 or 98 or 2000 came out 2000 yeah. yeah back then no one gave a shit about a black elf she was fine as hell in that movie it was still, that I, movie was shit it, it was, was. Shit. still like a remake it's got the same it, title name dungeons and Dra- it's basically a movie set in the dungeons and dragons realm it's like fucking harry potter it's like you have the harry potter verse <laughs> you just put a movie in it with different characters i mean it's pretty much this I mean, it does give nods to the game because they troll the game, the actual game in the movie. They show the 80s cartoon costumes because there was an 80s cartoon back in the day. Okay. They show them <laughs> They show them like a little homage to them and it's really fucked up part. It, um, it's PG-13, so there's, there's a little bit of gore, but no, not a lot of blood. And when you do see blood, it's usually otherworldly, like creature blood. So uh, go ahead. Do you have a question? Yeah, no, I'm not even a question. I fucking saw it. Um, oh, you saw I, it? I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know how hot is Michelle Rodriguez in this? Because so he's that, that no, weird. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me grab the mic for a sec. This one had really high reviews, like from critics and fans, on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. And I noticed that prior to watching it, I took my kid because he's really into Dungeons and Dragons, um, and. I was fucking disappointed. This is some predictable ass shit. Yes, I mean, the, but... the the writing wasn't very uh, on point. It just again, it seemed really predictable. Not only do you have Chris Pine in it, uh, you have Michelle Rodriguez, and you have um, what's uh, Love Actually? What's the, the Love Actually? Oh, fucking Hugh Hugh yeah. Grant or whatever. Hugh, yeah, Hugh Hugh Grant probably is my favorite party places swarming yeah. motherfucker. Uh, swarmy British uh, motherfucker, but everything else, I mean, Chris Pine's okay in it. Everything else just feels very fucking flat. Great CGI. I will give them props. Great CGI. There was some shit with the CGI that was on, really, really on point. But the fucking story, man, I didn't like this nearly as much as some people were raving about. So, for me, I took it for what it's worth, because I thought it, I thought it was going to be like more like the 2001, like kind of other shit but it has a very simple like non-complicated storyline it's not very like 
super twisty. Like you get your backstab early out the way. And it's really like your redemption story. There's a lot of comedy in it, so I, that might turn off some people. But yeah. it's, it's extremely funny. There's a lot of jokes throughout almost every fucking scene of the movie. I mean, we get a Black Knight. Like he's the black heroic, like yeah. male, like knight. I mean, he's like the the literally the just the right, but he's black. He's a black dude. How often do you fucking see that? That not that very often. What... That wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. That was kind of cool. It's the same guy from Bridgerton, which which which. Oh, nice. that's where he's from. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you know what it was? It just it felt very forced at times, mm. and you know how when you're introduced to brand new characters, like uh, you know, I don't know, take it back to uh, Guardians, most people weren't familiar with or whatever. Um, there's a way of introducing characters and writing characters where they're still interesting, even though you don't know them, you want to hear from from them more. And the fucking wizard was kind of like nails on the chalkboard for me. Michelle Rodriguez was doing Michelle Rodriguez shit, but it just didn't feel like anything where I gave a fuck about whether they achieved their ultimate goal, which was really to help Chris Pine, you know, become a, have his family back together, so to speak. Yeah. See when I, mean, I when I watch the trailer, I keep thinking like, did Wonder Woman re- resurrect them again for this? <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I mean, to me, the movie was fun. It's not a fucking Oscar worthy fucking film. It's just no. a fun outing action adventure slapstick. Like the to me, I thought the story was going to be like the game, super convoluted, a bunch of bullshit rules. Like they give you lore, but they do it in a montage and it's very quick, and it's just enough. To keep the story going, um, I mean, they had a fucking fat dragon. Like you don't yeah. see that. <laughs> you don't see that very often. That shit was hilarious as fuck to me. You have this fat dragon. It doesn't try to fucking like fly, and it tries to roll them over because he's yeah. so fat. He's so but, fat. He uses his tail. He tries to roll them the fuck over, and it's not nonetheless still not dangerous because he eats up most of the other fucking team. And so, to me, as as simple as this was, I think it was their best bet instead of doing all this like druid and dwarf history and like tried to be what it's not, which is it's not the Lord of the Rings. So yeah. they comedic shit and they kept, they kept the lore of the game intact, but they gave it to you in bites that you can understand. So I appreciated that. And I, I, I gave it for what's worse. I didn't take it too seriously. And I felt like I had enough fun with it that I would recommend this to someone who had nothing to do on like a $2 Tuesday. Yeah, I was gonna say it, this feels like two dollar Tuesday. It's not the wor- don't get me don't get it twisted. I'm not sh- completely shitting on it. it. wasn't the worst. It was just middle of the road kind of mid for me. Um, Lord of the Rings is forever going to be like the gold standard when it comes to RPG awesomeness and lore and all of that, uh, and me giving a fuck about Frodo and and Samwise and Gandalf and whatnot, but. It, it, it it's not bad. It's better than two thousands, like with Marlon. Way, like, way better. That movie was shit. Way better than that. I'll give you that. But it's not. It's not gonna feel like Lord of the Rings. It's not gonna feel like Game of Thrones. It's not. It's not on. It's not gonna feel like Witcher. It's not on that fucking level. No. At all. I would even watch it. This go. I would. I would wait. I really would. Don't rush out to see this. I don't say rush out, but, but I it, say if you have nothing else, I mean, if you have the time and you're looking for something to watch and you feel like, if you had to choose between Cocaine Bear and this, I would say watch this. 
You would have a, you would have a guarantee have a good time. I know a lot of people really like Cocaine Bear. They gave some some props to this film. I haven't seen it yet, but we got to remember this is a, a game movie. This is based off like a fucking board game, which That's turned cool. into a well, video game, it? which it made into a movie at least twice. And it was watching the trailer. It gives me morning cartoon as well. Watching the trailer gives me um, uh, Robin Hood Man in Tights vibe. Like oh. all like comedy, or even like a little bit of the the was the Princess Bride. Like it, it, it mm, gave me oh, the the, okay. the comedy and humor of that. You still wouldn't have that magical world. Yeah, mm. not quite on the nose like that, but it, it it's pretty comedic. Well, yeah, it's comedic. I wouldn't say it does have that kind of feel of Princess Bride, but it doesn't have that same appeal. I think this appeals to if you like comedy and fantasy stuff, this is perfect. Perfect film. Well, and, and also like that—that that style of comedy doesn't really. That's like for us, you know, like back in the day, like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Transfer over yeah. to like today. I think this. I think this earlier today because they do a lot of things that you don't normally see, and they kind of normalize it. Like I said, the Black Knight. You got the Fat Dragon. Um, you have the the Short King scene. <laughs> I mean, like super Short King. Where like she's all enthralled with him, I thought that was hilarious. Like I'm fucking cracking up in the in the theater because her short king is like real short. Like we're talking like Thumbelina short, fucking almost. That oh she yeah, was, that she was fucking hilarious. And even though they had like a a really well acted scene, I still couldn't fucking stop laughing because it was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous, but it was a fun film to go around. That did have great the the graphics itself. Drove a lot of the action because they did really good on that. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. So, Um, real quick too, just going back to whole, uh, you know, remakes and whatnot. um, The one that I'm fucking excited about, Evil Dead Rise. Have y'all seen? Yeah. Hold on, time out, time out, time out. Flag in the play. Yo ass didn't watch the other fucking Evil Dead that came out in like what two thousand. You, I didn't hold on. I didn't watch it in the theater, but you a goddamn liar. I did. Oh, you you should have watched it in the theater. So fuck what you trying to say. Yeah, the remake one that was horrible. The one where they had oh, like a female so awesome. ash. Oh, it was awesome. No, she wasn't female fucking ash. Fuck no. She, she was female ash. No, she wasn't. She ash didn't get. Ash only had his hand possessed. He didn't get his whole body possessed. He wasn't saying come fuck your sister. He didn't yeah. get sneak raids. He didn't I, get none of that. I'm with old nah. nigga. I fuck with it. I, I fuck with all the evil deads. But this one seems like it's again modern. It seems like it's in it's on it's in a different house. Um it feels even fucking darker with this new family and shit. Mm-hmm. I, they they going for all the way for the fucking jugular again, and I'm here for it. What? Oh yeah. What's fucking crazy is that Adverse of the Evil Dead, like that TV series was, uh, which we have a cast on the podcast. Really, Just, you know, go back and rewind the tape, and watch those episodes. But like, yeah, Adverse of the Evil Dead was was fucking amazing. That they kind of modern they modernize modernized that series for basically what was happening in like not having a rule, but like it was more modern times. That was shit. That shit was great. So. The the whole hype like the like them living in a fucking apartment building and like all this shit going on, it's got it's it looks fucking ridiculous. Uh, damn you, Cronus! My computer is listening to you, so now fucking Steam Deck fucking ads are popping up on my phone. <laughs> fucking buy it. I'm just saying, buy it. 
Right, do what it says. Follow the algorithm. I'm part of the algorithm. Get it. Like, damn. So, yeah, I guess there's some place that reported they have them in fucking stock. I was like, what the fuck? They're in stock now. I mean, that's like, they, they caught up um, over the last year. And it's an amazing device. Um, I guess we'll just segue into this. All right. Um, if you are looking for a portable gaming device, buy a goddamn Steam Deck. All right. It's there. <laughs> You know, to me, well, I don't know what everybody's financial financial situation is, but for the price, especially if you already have games on Steam, if you already have games on Steam, it's a goddamn no-brainer. Just fucking get it, cause because most of the games they have already on Steam are going to work on your Steam Deck. So it's free games. I mean, that you already paid for, so maybe not free, but you, <laughs> you'll never get that, that they experience. They do have a lot of... Say again? They do have a lot of indie free games that you can find on Steam Deck. Like, they even do. for VR, like, there's a bunch of free VR indie games that you can come across, which is awesome. They do, they do. But it's like, with a with a console experience or any experience outside of the Steam Deck, you are not going to find, you know, if you paid for a game that was on your last generation console that it just ports over, it downloads to, like, your new device easily, and it just works. All right, there's like there's no issues there, and they have cloud saves. So you're if you want to play your, like your, you can go in between your um, your Steam Deck and your PC and play the same save game, and it's pretty seamless. So it's an excellent experience. There's a lot more games that are getting released for the Steam Deck now. Um, it's a great time to buy. It's it's one of the best bargains in gaming, and I know that there's other handheld gaming consoles that are out right now that are like that are basically PCs like the IO Neo uh, Next. Or Ioneo, I think it's the next one. Whatever, um, that has way better graphics, um, but it's like more than double the price. So I think for like the price, the Steam Deck is excellent, and for the customizability, if you want to get into like emulation and all that shit, it's still it's one of the best bargains in gaming right now. So if you get a chance, and also playing Vampire Survivors, which has a new DLC coming out. Later on this week, later on this month in in April, it's one of the best games um, out there. It was it was it got game of the year for uh, last year for some people, um, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's a game that literally has no atta- no attack button, but it's fun as shit to play. So, honestly, you can lose like hours to this game at a time, and it's just it's fun as shit. So if you, I will still give the the Steam Deck. Um, my highest recommendation as far as like a gaming experience goes, especially if you're used to like PC gaming, it's it's a no brainer. Uh, I still got to buy a PS5 because I guess those are in stock now too. They are. It got reversed for a little while, like right because you can get. <laughs> well, I remember when I bought, I was trying to buy the Xbox Series X. They were out of stock. Oh, yeah, the PS5s it. were in stock. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, where I went to, they, they had them both in stock, but they were in limited supply. Like, if you didn't buy it within the next two days, they were probably going to run out, and you had to wait until January, because I bought mine in December. So they were getting another supply in, like, late January. So I, I guess now all three are on the shelf, so mm-hmm. I guess you can get a, a Switch, a, a PS5, and a Series X almost anywhere now, for now. The Switch OLED. So. Yeah, they're making more now, because the uh, they're making a special edition for... Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which looks mm-hmm. fantastic. I don't know how the fuck they're packing in that much shit into a Switch game, but 
they're going to do it again. I mean, it's going to be better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it looks... I, I saw the demo, like the gameplay of it, and it looks far superior to... It's like, basically, it's like the... It's the it's the similar map to the last game, but modified, plus there's shit in the sky. And there's way more oh, new shit. game mechanics. So, it looks amazing. Fuck, I, I haven't played fucking Zelda since, like... Holy shit. I can't remember. I played, like, a little bit of Twilight Princess. You didn't play time. Breath of the Wild? No, I didn't. It was I didn't game play of the year for a reason. And I, I have Twilight Princess, and I started it, never finished it. I didn't play Wind Waker. Um, yeah, I'm playing any of those. Yeah, I think I have Wind Waker too. I have like a couple of them, I think. And in case oh, you didn't know, Zelda is the name of the princess. Link is the name <laughs> of the hero. Uh, unless, unless you type in Rule Thirty Four, and then, then you'll get what you're looking for. Good shit. Good as long shit. as you put in Real 34 Zelda, then you'll get what you want. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Uh, was there anything else on the gaming side? In the gaming side? I think we covered it. And we got. I, I'm still bubbling about fucking Picard because at midnight tonight, the new episode's out. So I'm like fucking juiced. <laughs> And uh, I'm and I'm gonna watch Mandalorian. I don't know how far y'all are. Man, I'm caught up on Mando. I mean, yeah, I, I, I watched it's got kind of an inner. It's behind. got a well, weird vibe with Mando right now. Are you y'all caught up? I'm. I haven't seen oh, tonight. I'm a week behind. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, 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 talk last about weeks. The, I won't talk about the latest one, but well, I guess the latest, like the latest one comes out today. today. Yeah. Last week's episode. But it has like it's it. They're putting in a really interesting mix between like the man, the traditional Mandalorian show, and like Andor, because like one of the episodes, I think it was like two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago, Mandal, you know, Mando was in the episode for like maybe fifteen fucking minutes, if that, and it was like mostly like these two other characters that were yeah. from the Empire. And I was just like, huh. Like I was still compelled to watch, but it was like you know it it wasn't really a normal Mandalorian episode. So I think I think they're trying to like find their way with um, who will watch it and like what they're willing to like I don't know tolerate. But I I, I still enjoyed them all. What did you guys think? Well, I like I did like that episode just because they kind of it kind of answered that question like what happened to people who were part of the. Empire, Empire, yeah. After they fell, and like, it kind of sucks because you know they're they're brought into this society, but they're just given a fucking number, like, yo, yeah, they had you're a number, but the person has a fucking name in the Empire. Like, why can't you go by their fucking name? It's kind of fucked up. But then we also got to see like they kind of have like a little click going, and like they're talking about like things that they missed, and like it's it's interesting because like I'll I'll watch the video earlier that talk about like Luke Skywalker blowing up the Death Star. And how he killed like probably millions of people who were on that fucking Death Star, even though most of them probably were clones. But, like, mm. he still killed a bunch of fucking people. Still people. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, there's still fucking people. They probably were like regular people that long. They're probably like you know working no more nine to five. But you know we don't talk about that. <laughs> there was like some poor dude like making sandwiches. You know, yeah. Death Star. <laughs> the or like one, Finn. the number one spot. Or like Finn cleaning toilets. Fuck them people. They helped uh, destroy that whole fucking planet. Yeah, they, were, they were complicit about killing, uh, destroying Alderaan. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, Alderaan was taking up space. It had, it had to go. Oh, <laughs> they, they were built, the Death Star, they were trying to build a highway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do it in America. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Alderaan was ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> That's all bad. But yeah, um, the latest Mandalorian. So for me, Mandalorian looks like there's been a shift in focus. So yeah. it looks like the the lens has been one character, but it's slowly kind of panning to another character we've been introduced to. But it looks like they're kind of taking the step up. And I mean, I know that the whole Mandalorian culture or creed is like was heavily kind of um, explored in the Clone Wars, and they've been in much disarray since the Empire has been destroyed. So now we're seeing like a new kind of like I guess renaissance for the Mandalorians. So we'll see where this kind of goes. So we're seeing it's been a slow kind of like rebuilding for the whole like their whole civilization pretty much. And it's been cool to see like I really like Coruscant. It's really interesting to see like what Blue talked about with uh, previous Empire uh, Imperial um, soldiers. It was cool to see Coruscant uh, post Empire and um, to see what was going on throughout the rest of the universe after Luke has been anointed in one way or another. So it's interesting to see. But I feel like sometimes we stray a little too far from Mando. But it's still cool to see. But it's when it does snap back to Mango, the lens is still kind of off-center. So we'll see. I haven't seen today's episode. I heard there's a little bit more of that involved. But I'm still enjoying the show. It's still been pretty cool. I really like the... The fucking space scenes, or at least the the dog fighting scenes, have been really fucking cool. Oh yeah, it has been really cool. So yeah. you know what's in? Hold on, real quick. Um, oh ninja, I think it's really interesting what you said as you were talking about it. I I, I think you an that, advertisement. What's up? You saw an advertisement? No, no, no. Because no. I was thinking about, it, I was like, you know what? But the, the show is not called Dinjarin. It's called The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's very much so, you're very much right. Yeah. I didn't so, think about it until you were talking about it. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to like press that because that that will trigger people. So I I, I want to wait and see how this season plays because there's only like two or after today there should be two more episodes I think. So is there is there a porn parody of men of Mandalorian called <laughs> yes. Mandalorian? Already, you already know, <laughs> sir. You already come know. on. They, they probably got food of porn with the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, <laughs> ain't no sure. probably. Ain't no probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's all bad. But yeah, they got they probably have like a porn parody of like Grogu being the little person, mm-hmm. you know, no. which is terrible. He's, well, I guess he'd be because he's old as fuck, right? As far as like human years go, so yeah, you know, whatever. True. Yeah, he's in his eighties, like fifty or something. Yeah, he's fifty, fifty something. But the thing is, they'll probably just use some little blonde girl, painter green, and be like, "Oh, I'm Grogu." <laughs> All good. That's what they do. She's gonna she's gonna hop out of her fucking Ewok outfit and you know oh, do damn. her thing. You know, look, there there's some really good uh, Star Wars burlesque shows down here that I really want to get up. Hold on, so I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but so the guy that played that is uh, Lando in the burlesque burlesque show, I knew him in high school. Oh shit! Oh, right on. Lando's in a bur- the burlesque show. Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, the force. What the fuck? You call yeah, it? the force. The force stripes again, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So okay. The, 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 he's like the MC. He, the guy who plays Lando. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. His name is Eric. <laughs> and yeah, me and Blue went to high school with him. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's, I mean, I, dude, that show <laughs> sells out every time yeah. it comes to the day. 
every showing is fucking sold out. Oh hell yeah! We also have a a female friend who does uh burlesque shows. Yes, which is amazing because I never would have thought, knowing her, that she would have done something right? like that. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> bust it open, bust it open. All right, uh, let's wrap it on up. Oh, no, you don't oh. wrap it up because you don't need to because you're busting dusty nuts. Damn, no, he, no. Yeah, I'm about to say see this. I still want my money back for that calendar. I'm, that is, <laughs> no refunds. No refunds. Old man. Uh, <laughs> uh, once again, still, it's pretty much the same shit uh, with the the raid. I'm trying to get raid going on with uh, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare will update next week, so there's gonna be more shit. So I'm trying, been trying to get Prodigy, but he's been doing. So he's actually been doing adulting, I guess. No, no, Spain needs saving from Las Plagas. <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. also, that's right. He's fapping to um, not even Ada, to Leon and his fucking Karen haircut. Karen haircut, so, yeah. Yeah, so I've been. Where's your manager? We have just, <laughs> we have just <laughs> fun uh, I'm trying to. I need to twitch out more because I got back onto Hogwarts Legacy. And now I actually hit 50% finally. <laughs> Uh, I think yesterday. So and then there's like all the gaming I've been doing. I'm I'm gonna I need to put more back on Twitch. I was going pretty hard for like a couple weeks ago and I kinda fell off, so I'm gonna add more. Um it's supposed to rain tomorrow night or Friday. I think it's or yeah, tomorrow night. It's supposed to rain tomorrow night through Friday morning. So I'm gonna people don't know how to drive, so I'm gonna probably try to lay low a little bit and then um uh, I'm probably gonna see this Evil Dead. I think it's next week. Uh, yeah. That's probably that's next on the docket. I've seen everything else except for Cocaine Bear, but I, I am excited to see this. Oh, excuse me, this new um, this new uh, Evil Dead because I've been watching the trailer for a minute. I'm like, dude, this looks fucking crazy. So, yeah, that's they, that's it for me. What's this Gladiator trying to kill some uh, horror funk from uh, the Pope's Exorcist or whatever, but that ain't gonna be shit compared to Evil Dead. Fuck that movie. I mean, it looks okay, but uh, Evil Is Dead. That one has... of those things that it's like based on true stories, but also based on yeah. total bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Can we fucking stop saying that? Like, just stop saying it's based on a true story. It's, it's fucking not. It's based on yeah. some shit that you heard drunk in a fucking bar. <laughs> yeah. So, what they changed the verbiage now. It is it's inspired by true events. Inspired by bullshit events. Yeah. Inspired by cocaine and hookers and like, oh damn. Shit is not it's, <laughs> that's, it's that's, I think that's a different and people movie. Have fucking psychic episodes or mm-hmm. psychological. Just just keep it real. Oh, speaking of which, is anybody going to see the Super Mario movie? It came out today. I mean, <laughs> nope. yes because my daughter, but <laughs> yeah. I'll have to watch it. And I think that's. I, I think people that are you know seeing the uh, the mediocre reviews, Rye tomatoes. I'm pretty sure it's gonna fucking be number one in, in the box office. It's, it might oh, surprise everybody by like having like a really large opening weekend because it's, no, it's just like action movies. Like stop looking for you know cinematic excellence. It's a fucking video game movie, and kids are gonna want to watch it. And so are you know I, I want to watch it too. Even though it's Chris Pratt didn't seem like he had like the best performance in the first trailer, but. I don't give a fuck. It looks way better than the other previous fucking Mario movies. Man. Well, it probably it probably would do really well box up in a weekend, but then it'll probably drop 
significantly. Oh yeah, she's, she's, because because Evil Dead will be out, so this movie will be forgotten. <laughs> no, well, those are totally different audiences. Yeah. first of all, yeah, they are, like, that's true. It is, but I mean, yeah, fuck it, PG versus Dead. MA. I will say this. Oh no, yeah. just, I'll tell you this right oh. now: the Evil Dead will have nowhere near the opening weekend as Mario Brothers. Ooh. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near. Yeah. I, okay. I, I will but, say if, if Evil Dead crosses $50 million opening weekend, I'd be surprised. No. And I, and I think cross, it's going it to be a good movie. It. I think it'll be hit 30, 30 to $32 million opening right. weekend. It's less than 50. Yeah, I, I think that good. Mario Brothers has the potential to make over 100. Oh, wow. Opening weekend? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. You, you, can't, you can't like discount the fact that Literally, Mario has over three hundred fucking games of his own. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> maybe over four hundred games of his own. Like, if you count them all up, since the so fucking hold on, if you're including the board games and shit, then yes. yeah, and he even it's took so over bad. other games. Like, yeah. Doki Doki Panic is ba- is Mario too. Yeah, oh, he does so... a crossover. So uh, the, the Ubisoft Donkey Kong. Shit? No, the uh, the Mario and Ra- the Rabbits game. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's like three of those per year. Mario got Mario got fifty levels. Carts, goddamn! Party Mario parties, papers. Yeah. Mario. I don't doubt. I don't doubt for a second it's going to do extremely well just based on the popularity of the franchise itself. I, I I'm with Kronos on that. It's probably going to Mario's got its own fucking theme park. It is oh, probably will, yeah. right now. It's probably going to do probably even over two hundred million in terms of just yeah. really, really really good really, really good numbers because people are going to take their whole fucking families and whatnot. That does not mean I'm giving them any fucking clout given the fact that Chris Pratt does not sound like a racist Japanese stereotype <laughs> of a thing. <laughs> it's all bad. God damn. damn. <laughs> I like my Mario racist. It is that hospitaliano. <laughs> Okay, Carlos, uh, what you got popping this week? I'm uh, I'm still coordinating getting the this family back to where they where they need to be. Um, I need to do like a whole lot of like uh, post, like I don't know, post. What do they call that shit? Post mortem. Yeah, no. postmortem. Yeah, like to like oh, hard Yes, though. You and then when you get a hard, hard on, like what is the thing? Like after, like after you do like postpartum. a postpartum, postpartum. I didn't give birth to him. Jesus you have Christ. a baby. I mean, I mean, in a way, if you think about it, what is the thing you know? after you after you do like a goddamn prodigy would know this shit because you're you're high up on the fucking thing, high up in your your company, uh, so, medical field. Usually, there's like a lesson learned type of thing. Yeah, but it's it's called like a post something. Post op, post op. This is a post mortem, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not tripping here. I mean, I'm post drinking, but I mean, I yeah, you are drinking. What you talking about? Uh, I'm about to say, just uh, saying, but I was also right. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, learning through this whole experience and like taking like what I've learned and, and talking to Papa Bear about it. Hopefully on Friday, and uh, you know, hopefully this will help. This will help our organization be able to help more people in a more effective way, um, and and I really appreciate appreciate that. Even though this is like the shittiest situation um, that I've had to help somebody through, but 
I think it's good that I've been able to like learn from it and hopefully so will they. Uh, other than that, I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm staying active. I need to get back on my bike, which is vertical in the background right now. It's over there somewhere. Um, and I'm still uh, doing jujitsu and, you know, trying to get, get my chokes. Oh, also, uh, I got to see um, a mutual friend of all of ours and their son over like last last weekend. It was on Saturday. Um, I invited their son who is in how how old is he? You know what I'm talking about, right? Freshman, yeah, freshman in high he's school. He's a freshman, so he's 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. a 14-year-old coming through to do jiu-jitsu in like a brand new gym, and he did fucking great. Like, I was so, like, happy when he came through and, like, see him in, like, his, like, no-gi jiu-jitsu gear. And, like, I rolled with him first and I introduced him to, like, all the other training partners that I had um, for for Open Mad, which for him was probably very odd because where he goes to do jiu-jitsu, he's a wrestler, too. It's, like a, it's kind of a structured thing. And when he came to, like, the gym that I go to, it's, like, for Open Mad, it's not really structured. You just, you just roll, which is, like, sparring. And so, like, seeing, like, his um, wrestling experience and, like, his wrestling, um, like, techniques, it was like, whoa, like, this kid's, like, really good. Like, his wrestling was, like, so good. Um, being able to, like, you know, see, like, where he's at, like, right now as, like, a 14-year-old kid, it's like, if this kid keeps training, he's going to be really fucking good. And so I hope uh, I was trying to like see him like in the next couple, like after Friday, I was trying to see him on Saturday, but it didn't work out. Um, and I wanted to like, you know, talk to him and like show him some more techniques, but um, it was really good to see somebody that I know and like see like how much, like just like natural grappling experience that they had um, as, as, as a young person. And uh, hopefully I'll, I'll see him sometime later on this year and like elaborate on that. But that was just that was that was really fun for me to see, and like I got to see uh, his dad too, um, which were were good friends. Um, but I didn't get to see the rest of their family, which kind of fucking sucks, because <laughs> one of them got sick and then my kid got sick. So, because kids get sick. Yeah. Other than that, um, that's all I got. I look forward to the weekend and resting, sort of. <laughs> well, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna do a little little jump back to this past weekend. Uh, so. Bat Levan little son Bash, like for his birthday, we were supposed to go to Monterey Bay Aquarium, but he was sick. And we we're gonna, we we're supposed to go to next week, but then the sweetness was sick. So we actually got to go this weekend, and this kid had a fucking blast. Like, like he was all over the place. He was like running around. He liked everything that he fucking saw. He was like looking and like he got to see the penguins and like the otters and like the, you know, like at the 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 aquarium, they have like the little wave like the tide machine so like there's like a room like a little kind of like section of the of the aquarium you can go to where there's like a where like water runs off the runs over the this off over like the outside of glass and stuff like that he was in love with that like he, this kid literally sat down on the ground and just like looked up and like just waited for the fucking water to come back over it was it was re- it was super fucking sweet to see like he had a really good time and like i i, I just love watching him be happy and just explore the world but like there's a you know like there's that section where like you can like like get your hand in the water and like touch like the starfish stuff like that i was like no we're not doing that because this kid fucking loves water this kid probably would have jumped into the water just be <laughs> that's, how, that's how much he loves the water like i didn't let him go over and do that just because he would have been over there for hours and we'd never really get away from that 
But um, yeah, it was just it was really great to see him explore and see. Like, I, I want to go back again once he's a little bit older, once they have more of an understanding because like, you know, he just saw like giant fucking sharks and that giant um, what's it called? There was a giant bass in there, like a like a bass fish that was just like floated by the screen or by the glass. You're like, God damn, that's hella big. But uh, yeah, he, he had a really good time. We had a really good time. Um, my in-law and my sister-in-law came out. They they joined us and they had an experience too. It was a lot of fun. I gotta post a picture. I had a chance to post a picture, but uh, that's really cool. Uh, but as far as this weekend or as far as it goes, I'm you know I'm still doing the online course for data analytics, which is a lot of fun. Like a lot of stuff that they show and like walk you through. It's like wow, like this shit's fucking cool as hell. So I'm enjoying that. Um, I'm hoping I'm, I borrowed a chainsaw from my friend um, uh, XR. XR set what what's the name? I don't know what you're talking about. XLR seven, yeah. yeah. I bought because I got three I need to tuck okay. down, so I need to use that. But so I had to get my actually I had to get my Tesla service today. Uh there was a recall for a part. And this is something I never I never had this is something cool about owning a Tesla is that they have a mobile service. So instead of you taking your car to the dealership to have them service it, they come to you. So they they came to my house. They installed this. Um, they had to get a, a latch harness replaced on my car, but they also rotated my tires. They rotated my tires. I had a, also had an issue with um, my charging port door. For some reason, it wasn't sitting flush, and they were they were able to fix that. But they also noticed that one of the charging pans had broke, which I didn't know it, it broke because the car was still fucking charging like it should. Um, but uh, they replaced that. They're like, yeah, you, should, you need to. You probably should take your your charging cable back in and, and get it replaced because. You know, the pin on this is broken, too. But just the fact that they came to my house to fix my fucking car, which is great. Like, I have to, like, go to the dealership to do it. And even though I, I've taken my car to the dealership before to have them replace it, but they basically give you, like, they, they either can give you a loaner car or they give you, like, a, a Uber voucher. They give you, like, $100 a day Uber voucher so you can, like, get around if you don't have a car. But, uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, but other than that... Yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm catching up on The Flash. The Flash, you know, we're coming up with a oh, season shit. finale for that show. Yeah, I just caught up. Oh, so there's a new episode today. Yeah, there's a new episode today, which if you have the CWC app, or yeah, wait yeah, till CWC, it comes out tomorrow. Or or midnight. Uh, it comes out between midnight and three, depending on when Did they have it. you say CWC'd? CWC'd. Yeah. Yeah. Prodigy's all fucking sad right now. Talking about yeah. oh, <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> he he what he got that CWC list app. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna tr- I'm like I have, I have free time. I'm, gonna, I'm really gonna try to play Man Eater because like that game is every time I think about it, I'm like, oh shit, that's right, I got that game. You play it. I'm gonna try to play Hold the on. game and give it an update next week. Hold on, Blue, you're not a you're not playing Hogwarts Legacy, or you don't care, or you don't have. I don't the, have time for it. Well, I'm not I'm not a Harry more. Potter fan. Honestly, it's not a it's so it's not a Harry Potter game. Well, I mean it's it's an RPG game, but yeah, it is. But Harry Potter and all those people are not in the game. True, it's a Hogwarts game. (laughs) Anyway, I think uh, Prodigy's getting tired. I can see it on his face. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm old and tired. He's ruining of his seeds. He's out here like he's got a bottle in the background, pouring out some Geritol into his hand. He's like, bro, (laughs) come on, yo. Fuck. Some fucking meta moves. Oh, <laughs> Does that uh, even work today? Like Geritol? That's like not even a thing today. 
they even sell it anymore? I is don't it? think so. I barely mm. even know what the fuck it is. Uh, he's probably using the hemorrhoid cream, knowing his face. A little, little unsure, you know. Mm. Uh, mm. I I ain't got shit going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be fucking saving fucking goddamn Spain this weekend a little bit. AKA and... tapping to Leon. Oh. <laughs> you know what? The I can't tell if this shit is fucking real. I know they got the cat ears that are real for Leon. I've seen some shit where he has a fucking tramp stamp on it on him, and I'm oh, like, oh, that's fake. That's fake. Like, you know, I've seen it. He has like the butterfly tramp stamp. Yeah. Just... <laughs> like, what the Does he have titties too? Is it what? He's got titties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jenny that's mod. That's more it's prodigy speed. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the Jenny thick, mod for fucking Leon. Thick, thick Jen. Uh, oh, Valentine from three, though. That still got me in a tizzy. All right, old Ninja, take us out. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> all right, you just, you just experienced Black Panther Infinity the Jake hey, podcast <laughs> on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere at B's and BTI. It's B's at midnight. And BTI. <laughs> Don't get caught up for midnight dancing. Get caught up. Get, get arrested. Uh, we're anywhere and everywhere you can listen to your podcast. We go live every Wednesday, uh, 8.30 Pacific-ish. Uh, let us know that you want to join our Discord because we have a Discord. Uh, email us at bti at gmail.com. Uh, most of the social medias we're on, we're not on TikTok or, or, or fucking Snapchat, but we're on like Instagram. Maybe Facebook. we should be. Uh, I'm not trying to look at food pics that fucking Project has. On you don't have to. We just got to post. You're going to be on TikTok. Yeah, but you can still see that. You know, like, like oh, who posted this shit? Oh, never mind. I don't it's going to be discussions on Food of Friday. That's what's going to be. Just let them, no. let them know. It seems pretty easy. And That's what then, the, you, then you let China know how you feel. That's what this court is for. Just saying. According to the U.S. government. Yeah, our official website, bentheadproductions.com forward slash B's MBTI. Uh, on Amazon, we have an app to let you know when you go live. You can watch this on the app as well. Uh, and we're on Twitch, too. Like I talked about. We're a Twitch channel. Save Spain. Lydia. Jared, tell us the little thing. I looked it up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. It's an ARP. Yeah.